Hello. Hi. Welcome. We're here. With Sidewalk Slam. Yes. It feels like we were just here. Two days in a row. Two days in a row. Ooh. Two days in a row. <laughs> uh. Yeah. There's going to be a timestamp, isn't there? Uh, I can do that, yeah. Yeah, just to prove. <laughs> Just to prove that we I can add one in post. I can have it say whatever I want. We can do whatever we want, yeah. We recorded it. We were recording two days in a row. Yeah. We did it. We recorded the Battleground episode last night. You won't be seeing them two days in a row, but <laughs> yeah. we recorded the Battleground episode last night. Yeah. This one tonight. This one we're going to get through the Raws leading up to SummerSlam. Yeah. Uh, with a very strange go home show. But we're going to start yeah. with Raw from August 1st. Yeah. Live from Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. Who should open the show? But. The new WWE Women's Champion, Sasha Banks. Yeah, pop is huge. Huge pop, huge. Awesome. You, you deserve it, chant. Yeah. Speaking of popping, she says it's about time that Raw popped off <laughs> with a big statement. <laughs> with, again, she's allowed to say these things. I know. She's 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 a youth. <laughs> Two uh, youths. <laughs> yeah. She talks about how over her and Bailey were at NXT Brooklyn last yeah. year, and she's like the. The reign of the boss is basically what she's talking about. Yeah. Because it is announced, as she's coming out, that she's going to defend the title against Charlotte in a return match at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. And speaking of Charlotte... She comes out. She walks out. And the crowd loves to get on a, a loud, you-tapped-out chant. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty great. <laughs> and Charlotte, like, plays it off perfectly, right? Like, she has... I don't know. I've said it a million times before, but she's my favorite. Like, my favorite of the women, Charlotte's my favorite. Like... Mm-hmm. She is just when she was champion. She just looked like what you I don't know. Just the way she walked, like she, you can tell she's Ric Flair's daughter. Yeah, you know, just the way she handles herself in the ring and mm-hmm. that like air of confidence and just how she thinks she's so much better than Sasha. Like she really believes it. Banks, Banks in fact, says that if it wasn't for Rick, she's like you're Ric Flair's daughter. But if it wasn't for Rick, you wouldn't be here. Yeah. And Charlotte says she doesn't need her dad. She doesn't need Dana. Yeah. She will beat Sasha at SummerSlam. And then Jericho walks out? <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. But he's doing that whole, like, the quiet thing. Quiet. He's quiet. 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 Which I love. Quiet. I think it's awesome. <laughs> and then he just gets in the ring and says, quiet! <laughs> yeah. And he says he was just minding his own business backstage. Yeah. I don't know what possessed him <laughs> yeah. to come out to the ring, but he picture like wrestlers like wandering around, like doing yeah. their thing, doing their crossword like, puzzlers. <laughs> like Sasha Banks is besmirching <laughs> the good name of Charlotte Flair. Yeah. Someone get me a microphone. Jericho to the rescue. Yeah, quick producer, play my music. What? Let's <laughs> yeah. play right now. Yeah, yeah. So he comes out, and yeah, it's uh, that he's annoyed that Sasha is treating this the princess. Yeah, Charlotte. Uh, so so badly. Yeah, I love when Jericho's like, he says that she's only the boss of purple hair, and stupid idiot teeny boppers. Yeah, like the people in this arena. Yeah, <laughs> says uh, he calls her. Uh, he calls her a brat. Yeah, and he also is like, he says that Charlotte has outdone anything Ric Flair has ever done. Yeah, adding who who has he ever beaten? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is awesome. Who's Ric Flair? I don't know, man. I don't know who he is. <laughs> oh, man. And then that gets interrupted again. Yeah. Enzo Amore comes out. Yeah, that's also weird. Yeah, that's really just random. Just Enzo, not yeah. Big Cass. No, just Enzo. 
Okay. So Enzo interrupts. He starts hitting on Sasha. Just full on. He's <laughs> not interested in whatever Jericho has a problem with. Yeah. He's there just to try and hit on Sasha. Yeah. He's just like, yo, for real, how you doing? <laughs> yeah. And it's pretty it's awesome. like, what? He says he can bring the hot sauce yeah. and that he wants to make a certified G deposit. Yeah. In the bank. Yeah. In the bank. <laughs> yeah. And then he and Sasha just sit, just sort of good. They're like, "How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing?" And Jericho and Charlie are like, "What? The, what, <laughs> what is going do, on? Do you guys need a room or?" Yeah. <laughs> and then I think Jericho and Charlotte mock the soft thing. They call Enzo soft. Yeah. And then Enzo calls Jericho Bon Jovi. Oh yeah, that was awesome. That was pretty great. Because he does call, look like Bon Jovi. Jericho calls Enzo a hip hop hobbit. Yes. Yeah. And he actually goes back to that insult throughout this. Now, this obviously was just a vehicle for to ignite the Jericho, sorry, Enzo and Big Cass feud, mm -hmm. which we'll get into more. Yeah. But uh, Mick Foley comes out, and he says that he may not be the boss, but he is their boss. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not the boss, but I am your boss. Yeah. And he makes Sasha and Enzo versus Charlotte and Jericho, which is happening right now. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, the match happens. It's a lot of fun. And uh, Kevin Owens joins commentary. Oh, that's right. For, For no, no reason. Yeah, no real reason. That's yeah. I totally forgot about that. It's this, th this whole thing is just sort of like, why is that? I mean, I'm okay. It's, yeah. I was, at no point was I like, this is wrong. I was just like, yeah. this is okay. I never even thought about that when I was watching it. I was just, sorry, excuse me. <clears throat> I was just like, oh, yeah, all my favorite people. Like, yeah. <laughs> just throw them together. Why not? <laughs> yeah, why not? So, yeah, a, a mix, by the way, I don't think, I think we've actually had a mixed tag match since we've been doing this podcast. Maybe maybe we have? I find mixed tag matches very strange because it's, it's, you have a, a, a man and woman on each team. Yeah. It always has to be the men versus the men and the women versus the women. Mm -hmm. So that when one gender taps or like tags in their partner, the other team has to tag. Yeah. Right? And so it's like sort of eliminating a lot of the strategy of a tag match? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it's weird the logistics of it just because WWE doesn't let the female and the male superstars really interact that much. Yeah, not anymore. It's anyway. like. Which is fine. I know I don't, I don't really care that much. I'm sure someone in the comments will correct me, but I know there's a tag team in Pro Wrestling Gorilla that is male and female. Hmm. And I think they're called the world's cutest tag team. <laughs> and they were the actual champions. Like, they were the tag team That's champs. That's awesome. Yeah. I can't remember the name of the either wrestler, mm -hmm. but uh, I know that that's a thing there. But I don't think the WWE will ever... I shouldn't say ever. But yeah. Pull the trigger on something like that, but yeah, mix. So mixed tag matches don't show up very often, yeah. and so it's yeah, it's really weird. It's like why is why is this happening? Mm -hmm. But uh, Charlotte actually ends up winning with a natural selection on Sasha. Sasha. Yeah, after a bunch of different stuff, and then after the match, um, yeah. Jericho hits Enzo with a code breaker. Yep, which is which upsets Big Cass, who appears and yeah. makes his way down the ramp, and Jericho takes off. Yeah, because <laughs> Big Cass is coming. Yeah. And oh, the ref! Did you see the the ref tried to hand Charlotte the belt? No. Yeah, that's awesome. Sasha's in the ring, <laughs> yeah. and uh, Charlotte and Jericho and Dana are backing up the ramp. Yeah. And you see the ref go like, <laughs> like tear off around the ring and goes up to Charlotte, who just stares at him, and he's like, 
Oh. <laughs> and then, and then heads back to the ring, gives it to Sasha. He like grabs it from his hands and is like, give me that. That's amazing. Yeah. Ah, that's great. The Bella Twins were at the Teen Choice Probably. Awards. Yay! They won the Teen Choice Awards. Yeah, they did it. Yeah, I don't... What was it for again? Oh, I don't even know. Favorite? It was like something... Is, it was like female ath- athlete? Female athlete? <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, like, they haven't wrestled since... I mean, Nikki hasn't wrestled all year, has she? Pretty much. And Brie only wrestled... She retired at WrestleMania. Yeah. There's got to be someone else. (laughs) No offense to the Bella Twins. (laughs) This is not, like, yeah, it's not... It's not not athletic. We, yeah. we talked about this a lot. How this, yeah. how how supremely athletic wrestling is. Yeah. But it just it does feel a little weird that the Teen Choice Awards is like, yeah, the Bella Twins, the Bella Twins. are favorite female athlete. <laughs> Maybe it's just because people watch them on Total Divas. I guess. Mm-hmm. What network is Total Divas on? It's not on the network. It's on is it? E. It's on Isn't e? it? Wasn't it on E? Yeah, I think you're right. Oh. Yeah, it's on E. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that must be their exposure then, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah. We have Braun, Braun Strowman's yeah. squash match. Squatch, squatch match. Squatch. He is kind he is of a like, squatch. A, like, yeah. like a Sasquatch. He's a big Sam squash. Versus uh, Evan Anderhol. Yeah. Uh, which, yeah, this is the guy we mentioned last time. He's like, well, I get $1,000 just, just to fight him. Yeah. But I get 5000 if I beat him. Would you fight Braun for 1000 In kayfabe? Like, it's not a wrestling match. They put you in, like, a pit. <laughs> <laughs> it's not to the death, but you got to fight. You know what I mean? Like, what? They put you and Braun Strowman uh-huh. in a big arena, yeah, a hundred meters apart. Okay, and you just have to fight them, and win or lose, you get a thousand bucks. No, actually, lose, you still get a thousand bucks. Yeah, but if you win, five thousand, and not you, no permanent damage will happen. Yeah, that seems like pretty good EV. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. It's like worst case scenario, I run away <laughs> at a thousand dollars. But what if he catches you? Then you're in trouble. trouble. <laughs> you better hope you're faster than Braun Strowman. Yeah. <laughs> but this guy does not do too well. No, he gets hurled across the ring. Yeah. Just wee. I use the word slaughter. Yeah. In this match. That's what a lot of these matches <laughs> yeah. are, yeah. Yeah. And he gets someone with that weird reverse. I'm not sold on the reverse choke slam. Is I think it, it looks kind of dumb. Yeah. Like it just, I don't know what it is about it. It's just like yeah. I mean, they can't give him. They can't just have him do just a choke slam because it's like all the big guys do that, yeah. right? Like Taker and Kane and Big Show all do a choke slam. Yeah, because it makes sense. It's you know you grab him by the neck and you're huge and you just go raw, and it's like okay, that makes total sense. But I wouldn't mind him just doing that choke thing that he always does. Yeah, maybe that's just me though. Backstage, Stephanie is hanging out with Mick. Yep, compliments Mick on the mixed tag match. Yep. They also say they're thankful that they have Braun on Raw, yeah. which made me chuckle. I was like, oh. Mark Henry shows up, yeah. and Stephanie congratulates him on being the official WWE ambassador for the Summer Olympics. Yep. Is that actually a thing? I guess. Did he go? I don't know. <laughs> he hasn't been on TV for the last couple weeks, yeah, so I guess maybe. So, yeah. I have no idea. He says that like seeing SmackDown live yeah. has really like amped him up, Yeah. and he suggests that it's time to... Reopen the Hall of Pain. Was that his thing? Yeah, the Hall of Pain. That okay. was in his in his actually legitimately good world title run. Mm-hmm. That was that was the the Hall of Pain, right? I'm gonna have to go watch some of this stuff because I never saw any of it. Oh man, did you ever? Did you see his his like? I saw like the retirement speech. Yeah, when he turned on Cena and everyone's yeah. like, 
Thought that was really good. That, that yeah, yeah, it was good. He comes out in like a in like a salmon colored blazer <laughs> and gives like this, you know, like gives a retirement speech. He's you know, he's like, I've been here for ten years and you know, it's been it's been great and everything and it's it's awesome, and I can't remember why John Cena comes out, maybe just to thank him or whatever. Yeah. And then he just demolishes Cena and is like, and I got a lot left in the tank. <laughs> and then, Did yeah. the crowd go, obviously went nuts? Yeah. yeah. And then he, uh, he, he became uh, world heavyweight champion with the big gold belt for a while. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that is that was, when Daniel Bryan beat him? Uh, I think or so. Or cashed in on him? Yeah, but he was champ for a little while there, and it was honestly good, considering that he's someone who started... Almost as a joke character, as sexual chocolate. Well, no, before that, though, he was in the nation of domination. Yeah, that's so, true. He didn't, yeah. I guess he didn't start. He's had, but, yeah. he's, he's, he's had ups and downs, and he's yeah. never really been Okay, look, a he had sex threat. with Mae Young, and she gave birth to a hand. He had a he very... Involved, sorry, we should re, yeah, I should explain that. That was a very, very low <laughs> floor. Yeah, that, yeah, I think that is widely considered one of the worst storylines. One of them, yeah. One top of them. five worst storylines, definitely. Actually, top one would probably be Katie Vick. Probably. Yeah. Okay, but back in the Attitude Era, which everyone, which is great, but everyone thinks is immune to... Negativity. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark Henry had a romantic relationship with Mae Young, who at the time was in her 80s, 70s, so. somewhere around there. And Mark Henry's gimmick was that he was sexual chocolate. Mm-hmm. So all the ladies loved him, right? Yeah. And they do a pregnancy angle, which never works out, like yeah. ever, ever in wrestling. So you know, like, they have to end it somehow. Yeah. And then there's at one point, I think, oh, the Dudleys put Mae Young, okay, so the Dudleys put Mae Young through a table. Yeah. Because that was their thing. They were putting women through tables. Yeah. And to be clear, <laughs> Mae Young, like, legitimately in her at least 70s at this point. Yeah. Went through a table. She, yeah. She's she's a wrestler. Yeah. She they protect, former they former pro- women's champion. Yeah. They protected yeah. her well, but like, still, man, yeah, that's still dicey. <laughs> a top rope power bomb. Yeah, and they're like, she's pregnant, but isn't she like, how old yeah. again? So this causes obviously causes problems with the pregnancy. What a shock. <laughs> yeah. And they actually found out that it was a hand inside her. Yeah. Like they actually pulled it out, and there was goop all over. It was just it. a hand. Yeah. Like a full-sized Yeah, adult. we're talking like hand. a... It's a, like this. Like it's I think a it hand. was meant to be like a, a sex toy. Yeah. I think that was meant to be the thing. Yeah. But they did do a bit later, many years on. I don't yeah. know if you ever saw this. I think it was at Mania, or maybe it was just backstage at Raw. But like someone like opens the door to like their locker room, and yeah. out there is Mae Young and a dude in a full-size like mascot hand costume. And is like, and Mae Young's like, hey, have you met my son? And he's like, yeah, hey, let's go. <laughs> That's fucking great. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look that I mean, up. Like at least they, at least they can make fun yeah. of themselves. I mean, WWE is usually thing. pretty good about stuff that, like yeah. that, right? But anyway, yeah, Mark Henry. So he's so he's like, I am the strongest man that's ever lived. <laughs> yeah. His gimmick, the world's strongest man, yeah. is that he was legitimately at one time. Yeah. You know, the, killed the record in the deadlift. Yeah. I think that's what gave you the title of world's strongest man. Yeah. Yeah. And. He was. He says he's a two-time Olympian, a former world champion, and he has one more run in him. And so Foley says, "All right, you can fight Rusev for the U.S. title tonight." Yeah, and he's like, "All right, let's do this." Sweet Hall of Fame, Hall, <laughs> Hall of Fame. Golden Truth are backstage, and Truth Goldust thinks our Truth might be addicted to Pokemon Go. Yeah, and they have a match next against and Goldust lures our Truth to the ring. Yes, yeah. They have a match against the Shining Stars. Yeah, another TV sighting. They've done it two weeks in a Ooh. row. Is this two weeks in a row? Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Truth is still playing Pokemon on the apron. Yep. 
what, like during the match. Yeah. And that causes them to lose. And yeah, that he he he's, he he gets a Pokemon, which is exciting. But then Goldust jumps for the tag and misses. Yeah. Because because Truth is like, woo, I got it. <laughs> and then uh, then yeah, it allows uh, Primo to get the pin on Goldust, and the Shining Stars win. And then the Golden Truth argue about it after the match. Yeah. Corey Graves calls the Shining Stars a legitimate tag team. Which, which is technically correct. I, that's true. They are in the WWE. Both teams, I think, I liked what they were doing with Golden Truth. I don't really like what they're doing with them now. But, I mean, hmm. okay. Shining Stars, I think, have some merit to them. It's just that they've been, from my point of view, handled poorly. Getting them off TV for, like, a couple of weeks after all those vignettes and stuff yeah. was, like, brutal to watch. It was just like, really? And like, what is, like, the New Day... Yeah. Have been the champs forever. Yeah, and you've got because a year in these in modern wrestling, a year is forever. The New Day, the Club, yeah, the Shining Stars, Golden Truth, yeah. Are the Usos? No, the Usos no, are Usos on SmackDown. SmackDown. So then you've got the Dudleys, who spoilers are leaving. They're done. Yeah, that's not a lot of tag teams. No, I think. Am I missing somebody? <sighs> I want to say no, but because. The Vaudevillains, the Ascension, the Usos, American Alpha, they're all on SmackDown. Yeah. Because they broke up Lucha Dragons. Yeah. What I'm assuming is that Gargano and Ciampa, and if they don't break them up, and then the Revival will come to Raw at some point. Yeah. Anyway, Finn Balor's out. Yeah. Michael Cole's in the ring, introduces Finn Balor, gets a big reaction. Yeah. And... They talk about how he was a very high draft pick. He was number five drafted overall. Yeah, and for an NXT star, yeah. which is a big deal. And that he's facing Rollins at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Ballard doesn't get to say much before, of course, Seth Rollins comes out and yeah. starts being a dick to him, which is great. <laughs> it's, it's great. And he's like, Rollins' whole thing is like, so you you were you were an NXT you were an NXT champion. Yeah, I was the first NXT <laughs> yeah. champion. Yeah, and you were you were a number five uh, number five draft pick. Yeah. I was number one draft pick. <laughs> so really, yeah. everything that you do is like everything I've done, but worse. Oh, and he also, I love how he brought up, he's like, you shocked the world last week by pinning Roman Reigns. Mm. It was like, well, I mean, I pinned him after a career-threatening injury. So, so hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he calls Balor a bad Hollywood remake. Yeah, he's like, random slam on Ghostbusters for some reason. <laughs> yeah, that like, was you're weird a, too. You're a, you're, a, you're, a, you're a bad movie remake like Ghostbusters, which has been very successful at the box office. Yeah. Like, really successful. So it's like, I think that was just like Cheap Heat. You know I think I mean? so. Like, yeah, yeah, it must whatever. Anyway. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, speaking of Cheap Heat, the idea of Balor beating him at SummerSlam is almost as funny as the Atlanta Braves winning the World Series because it's just not going to happen. Oh, no. Local sports team. Our sports team, <laughs> yeah. no. No. It's funny how that's always the easiest way to get booed. Oh, God, yes. Like, I like sports. Yeah, I like sports, too. But it's just, I don't know. It's always struck me as funny. Mm-hmm. It's cool. The guy Ooh. made fun of our Atlanta Braves. You. You. <laughs> Rollins tells Ballard he doesn't know who he's messing with. Yeah. And invites him to go watch the special that the network did about him. He's oh, like, yeah. Go watch my special. <laughs> yeah. And Rollins mentions that he has a match against Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ballard says that he earned his opportunity while Rollins had his handed to him. 
Yeah. Which I liked. Rollins disagrees and says that he's earned everything. Yeah. And the only thing that's going to get handed to him is the championship at SummerSlam after Ooh. he beats Finn Balor. Yeah. To which Finn Balor responds, <laughs> no, no, the only thing you're getting handed at SummerSlam is your arse. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about, because I've actually, I've looked around on the internets, uh-huh. and it seems like the popular opinion is that Finn Balor can't talk. I disagree. You disagree? Yeah. Okay. The, the promo <coughs> next week mm-hmm. with about the who his character is yeah. was great. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. So, no, okay. I, think, I think it's great. I just like that it's... I don't even dislike Sheamus, but I just like that Finn Balor is a wrestler from Ireland who's not like, hoi toy toy. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm the Celtic warrior. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. it's been getting better, right? Like, yeah. Finley, yeah, Sheamus, Finn Balor, Balor right? Yeah. Like, and I feel bad for Finley. They're like, all right, we're going to put you in a green tunic, we'll give you a shillelagh, yeah. and uh, your son's a leprechaun. <laughs> like, whew. And Seamus is like, all right, you still gotta have red hair and wear a Celtic cross around your neck, and you're the you're gonna be the Celtic warrior. And it's like, all right, all right sure. Yeah, yeah. And Finn Balor, he's just a guy from Ireland. Yeah, he has an accent. That's so. it. <laughs> what do we? Do? Rollins goes. Uh, Rollins like backs off, and he goes for a cheap shot. Right. Seth blocks it. Does a Pele kick, which I don't really like because AJ does it, <laughs> but. I don't know. I just like these wrestlers doing the same kind of moves. I guess even mm-hmm. though they're on different shows, I don't know. I don't know why it bothers me, but it kind of does. Not enough to like make me stop enjoying the product, but it's something that I notice personally. Yeah. But anyway, championship then, match, the yes. U.S. title, the number one title on Raw right now. Oh yeah, it is. Before yeah, with no Universal title. Yes. Rusev is number one. Rusev defending against Mark Henry. Yeah. Why not? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually an all right. Match? Yeah. Uh, I think Rusev needs like a certain kind of opponent mm-hmm. to really be great. Yeah. But Mark Henry. I, again, I, I fundamentally like Mark Henry. Yeah. He's, he doesn't look his best in this match, obviously. Yeah. I mean, he's getting on, right? Yeah. Like, he's probably mid 40s. Probably. Think, somewhere around there? I, I, weren't we all sure he was going to retire after WrestleMania? I think so. I guess. Anyway, Rusev gets the accolade on him, and Henry immediately taps out. Yeah. Just it. No, no nope. question. Done. Rusev gets on the mic and says that the only true American... He- this is the hero that they're sending to the Olympics. He's pointing at Mark Henry. Right, that's it, yeah. Yeah, but we're not. Well, I mean, we are as an ambassador, I guess. I guess. But, yeah, okay. And then uh, he says the Olympics are rigged, and... He calls the Olympic Committee a bunch of cowards. Yeah. <laughs> Says that no American deserves gold in Rio. Yeah. And does he mention the Russian banning, even though he's Bulgarian? Yeah. I think he, because they had that Putin thing, right? They kind of dropped I think that, right? Yeah, I think they're sort of playing off that when he's, when he's like, calling, when, when, I think when he's crapping on the IOC, yeah. I think that's, they're sort of playing on the, like, the Russian banning? because they banned the, well, they banned some <clears throat> Russians, some. but not all of them. <laughs> not all Russians. Paralympics banned all the Russians. Yeah. Well, there was a report. And I'm sorry, I, I saw a CBC article on this. There was yeah. a, there was a report about doping in the Russian Olympic program. Yeah. And the IOC went, okay, cool. Well, we'll ban some of the Russians. And the Paralympic Committee went, really? Can we talk to you more, people who did this study? Really? Interesting. Banned all Russians. <laughs> really? Yeah. And people are like, why is that different? And Because they're different committees, right? Mm-hmm. And people are like, why... 
hey, IOC, why did they ban all the Russians and you only banned some of the Russians? And the IOC is like, I can't hear you. But guess who shows up? It's to defend the honor of America. Oh, yeah. It's Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Down in the mid-card. Conveniently shifted down to the mid-card. Mm -mm. How long will it last? We'll find out together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he just gets in Rusev's face, and they kind of both They just sort of have a stare at each down. other and they, flex. And yeah, they don't really, like, they don't say much, really. No. But, yeah. Um, and then Reigns hits him with a Superman punch. Yeah. And Lana runs up the ramp. With Rusev, and they look sad. Pretty much, yeah. So, I can't remember what the crowd's reaction to Roman was for this one. Uh, muted. Mm, muted. <laughs> can't mute us. Darren Young with Bob Backlund yep. versus Titus O'Neil. The fuck was this? So this was presented anyway. Oh, didn't they, they showed on the pre-show? Yeah. The, the Titus was like, hey, Darren, you want to have a match? You know, just goof around. Yeah. Then Darren was like, all right, sure, buddy, because they used to be tag team champions as the primetime players. Yeah. And then once they lost the titles to New Day, they just stopped being a tag team for <laughs> no reason given. And so, yeah, they were like, okay, sure. Um, basically, Titus is like, hey, when, uh, when were you ever really great? Exactly. And... Darren's like, I don't much appreciate that, but <laughs> sure, let's, you know, yeah, let's 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 have a match as buddies, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, for funsies. Which would be great, except that Titus cheats to win. Yeah, he pulls the tights. He, he pulls his... Which is awesome. He, I he, love it when wrestlers pull the tights. He pulls, <laughs> he pulls the tights for more leverage. <laughs> yeah, so that, which so that doesn't Darren make any sense. But so it's Darren awesome. can't, uh, can't can't get up. Yeah. And which this, of course, incenses Bob Backlund, yeah. who starts arguing with the referee about the about the tights. And it's like... We, is this a heel turn for Titus? I think so. I think that's what it was planned as doing, but didn't they do this once before already? No, this is... Because when... They've done they've done a Titus heel turn before. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's uh, what I mean. Uh, like, like, uh, like a couple years ago. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. I was like, I know they've done a Titus heel turn before, and it didn't work out. How can you make a guy who's dad of the year a heel? Yeah, this is the thing. <laughs> it's like... Megadeth. Okay, sorry, yeah. Oh, my God. Let's not besmirch the office of Megadeth. <laughs> the dads are going to come after me, when, man. Yeah, because it's like Megadeth of the year, U.S. title run, or attempted U.S. title run against Rusev. Yeah. Loses that match and then just decides to <laughs> piss off Darren Young for some reason. I guess so, yeah. Like, is it just that, I don't know, they didn't have anything for either guy to do? Which know. seems weird because they have a three-hour show and... I don't know. I, I did not like this. <laughs> I didn't like it. Yeah, it felt didn't it felt why. very forced. Speaking of which, backstage, Stephanie McMahon hands Mick Foley a raw branded oh, iPad. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't think like Apple is not going to sponsor. No. So I don't know what the point was when she's like, "Here's your special raw tablet." Well, because he uses the clipboard, right? Yeah. And he wanted him to upgrade. And she's like, "Please come into the future." I don't know. Anyway. Seamus comes in and is like, yo, Mark Henry? <laughs> Mark Henry? I just walked by Mark Henry in the hallway. As a, you, you give him a title match? Yeah. Mark Henry, you give a title match. Yeah. And I'm, what am I? And then Cesaro comes in and is like, well, everyone in the Cesaro section, no one in the Cesaro section wants to see you, Seamus. Yeah. So why don't they, why don't you guys give, give me a match? And... They're both basically, we're both saying like, oh, we're, we're tired of being overlooked. Mm -hmm. And then Foley comes back, which I thought was brilliant. Yeah. 
was Foley says that he got the same medical report that Shane McMahon got about his shoulder. Right. Which is always taped up and he had surgery on. Right. And like he was a question mark. That's why we drafted you so low. Yeah. And he even brings up the they actually brought up the smack the 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 draft the, interview that he the gave. The promo, yeah. yeah. Where, where he's he like, look, like, we know you're upset. You don't want to be here. Yeah. And then Seamus... He says he doesn't think Seamus' uh, head hasn't been in the game since, yeah. since, since, he, since he held money in the bank. Yeah. And so he's like, well, here, how about this? How about you guys have a match and the winner gets a championship match? They just say future title shot, so it's like Something. super vague. It's yeah. like, you get a title shot. It's like, all right. So yeah, that sets up, that's setting, or obviously setting up what's going forward with them. Yeah. Uh, we see Nia Jax walking backstage. Mm-hmm. Speaking of backstage, Bob Backlund is tearing a strip off Titus O'Neil oh, yeah. for being a cheater. And Titus says that he's going to knock his old ass out. Oh, yeah. And Darren, Darren just loses it. Oh, on yeah. Titus. He puts on like, the chicken wing, You don't it? talk to him like that. Yeah. That's my coach. <laughs> it's like, all right. Sure. Okay. Nia Jax versus Ariel Monroe. Yep. It doesn't last long. Nope. Monroe goes for a crossbody, yeah. and Nia Jax just headbutts her. Oh, yeah! Out of the air. Just wham! <laughs> Get yeah. down, and then, yeah, just. She did the, 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 one on foot, her chest. the one foot pin, which is great. Yeah. Yeah. After the match, Byron talks to Nia Jax about what uh, he's like, what is, what's it like to compete in WWE ring? And Nia just points to Monroe and is like, <laughs> ask her. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. Like it. Yeah. Tom Phillips is backstage with Sami Zayn. Yeah. Zayn talks about his match tonight with Seth Rollins. He says Rollins has a big mouth just like Kevin Owens. So he's going to, he had the match of his life at Battleground and uh, he did exactly what he said he was going to do close the chapter with Owens and now he has to prove himself against Rollins. Yeah. Sure. All right. Okay, Sammy. Why you not? do you. A new day. New day. Yay. Yay. <laughs> they show footage from the, week prior when the club attacked them and Kofi calls them uh, bald-headed cowards. Yeah. Which is nice. Apparently the, and apparently the club has filed a complaint mm-hmm. for this match and one of them has to stay in the back tonight. But who will it be? Xavier Woods. Because he drew the banana in a game of Bag of oh, Fruit. Oh, fuck, I forgot about that. <laughs> How do you determine who's going to stay backstage? Well, you play a game of Bag Why of would fruit. you ever grab the banana? You know what I mean? Like, I know the joke they're going for, but if you're the first person reaching into the... <laughs> The ba- you know which fruit it like. Wouldn't it make more sense to have like two oranges and an apple, or something? Or two oranges and a, a fucking grapefruit. I don't, I don't. Something that's closer. Yeah. Why would you ever grab? Oh fuck! I got the banana. It's like no, you're an idiot. You <laughs> took the banana yeah. out of the bag of fruit. Yeah. They 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 say that they did the game. They don't even explain it. They're just like, well, we played bag of fruit. Yeah. And I drew the banana, so I have to stay backstage. And yeah. he's like, look, here's the banana. And then Kofi and Biggie are like, and here are the oranges we drew. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I get it. It's a penis. <laughs> yeah, we get it. Dick jokes. Yeah. Which sets the, which funnily enough sets the tone for this feud. That's a really good point. <laughs> yeah. I, I hadn't realized that. Yeah. I had not realized this that. This feud is dick jokes the feud. Yeah. Well, ball jokes ball the jokes the feud, yeah. So, yeah, it's uh, Big E and Kofi versus Gallows and Anderson. Yeah. Non-title. Yeah. Big E wins the match. Yeah. Gets the pinfall. And then after the match, Gallows and Anderson beat them up. Yeah. And then they knock Big E down in the ring and then grab his... Then from them standing outside the ring, they grab his legs on either side of the ring post and pull him into the ring post right on Big E's big nuts. (laughs) Yeah. 
and he he looks like he is in pain, and then we see the the medical <laughs> staff backstage checking him over. Yeah. So some torsion, I guess. It must must have been a hell of a nutshot if the medical staff are like, "Are oh, you okay? okay?" Yeah. Which means like, okay, I'm not trying to overanalyze this too much, but is it any different from when they just crotch themselves on the ropes? Do they get checked on by medical staff? The turnbuckle's harder than the ropes. What if you crossed yourself on the apron? Ooh, that's the, the hardest, hardest part, part of the ring. That's the hardest part of the ring, man. You'd be done. Harder than a ring pose. <laughs> That'd be pretty impressive. You'd have to go in at a 45 degree angle. <laughs> yeah. You'd have to do like a cartwheel. Yeah. And then just land directly in it. <laughs> All right. So, so Cesaro versus Sheamus. Yeah. They have a match. It's always fun to watch Cesaro wrestle. Yeah. Yeah. So Cesaro has earned a future championship match. Apparently, because Cesaro wins. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I, like, I left right at that. <laughs> a match occurs and Cesaro wins it. <laughs> Grant just jumps over the match. Sorry, I skipped ahead of my notes. <laughs> yeah. I was Cesaro like, wins with the neutralizer. Yeah. Thank so you. So I'm assuming from this development yeah. that Cesaro gets the title shot. Yeah. We assume it's because it's got to be either <clears throat> that or the U.S. title. Yeah. But we don't know which one it is. Yeah. We actually get back. From the commercial break, and Cesaro and Sheamus are fighting backstage. Yeah, they're not happy about it. No. It, <laughs> this is awesome. I love this storyline. <laughs> this storyline is probably the best thing that's going on right now. <laughs> it has to be, right? It has to be. Heath Slater, yeah. who was not drafted yeah. in the draft and is the uh, self-described hottest free agent, shows up. And he, yeah, he refers to himself as the hottest free agent. And he's like, look, so... Uh, I need to make myself as as attractive to sign as possible. Yeah. And he says that 2MB is going to set Monday Night Raw on fire because, you remember I, was, I, I talked about 3MB, the three-man yeah. band. It's the two-man band because Jinder Mahal is back. He's like, check it out. It's me. <laughs> it's Jinder Mahal. <clears throat> Just going to pretend to forget Drew Galloway or Drew McIntyre as he yeah. was in the WWE. And, you know, we're here, and sign us up. And Mick Foley's like, okay, uh, neither of you are actually on the roster, so why are you here? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, how about this? How about you guys have a match, and... Because we have a stacked roster. We have one spot open. Yeah. So you guys have a match, and the winner will earn a contract. And... Slater's like, no, man, we're the t we're two MB. We can't we can't break up the band. This is we're bros. And Jinder yeah. Mahal's like, ring, ring the bell, bell. <laughs> yeah. right now. And Slater <laughs> hasn't even turned around, and Mahal just topples him with a super kick and yeah. gets, gets the win. Yeah. And then he walks. Have the we ramp seen Jinder since this? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> Which is funny too. Yeah, he's on the roster now. Yeah, he's there. He this is also probably. This is probably his first singles victory on on Monday Night Raw. What? Really? Well, he was a, he was on SmackDown originally. Oh, okay. And even like I mean 3MB were sort of in the same realm the Social Outcasts were. Like they were kind of jobbers. When they would win, they were they tag team, didn't they win the tag titles? Uh, maybe? I don't honestly recall. <clears throat> but like okay. I can't remember Jinder Mahal ever having a singles match on Raw. He had some singles matches on SmackDown, but I actually don't, actually don't recall. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, we haven't seen him in the two weeks since okay. then. So yeah, I was trying to think. I was like, man, have we seen Jinder? Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> Tom, 
Tom Phillips. Is Tom talking, Phillips. Tim Phillips. Tim Phillips <laughs> is talking with Chris Jericho. Yeah. And uh, Jericho talks about how Enzo Mori insulted him and his scarf. And he calls Cass a big dumb moron. <laughs> and Jericho says that Enzo has someone to watch his back, referring to Big Cass. Yeah. But that Jericho has someone to watch his back too. Yeah. And he's going to take it to Enzo. And Tom Phillips just goes, Who? <laughs> Jericho's like, what? <laughs> By the way, you can when he, when he says that you can hear the the crowd doing the new day thing. The <laughs> that's but pretty great. I just love because the the backstage announcers are usually like, "So what do you think about this?" Okay, and yeah, really, and you know they're very just sort of like a medium to talk. Yeah, and so Jericho's like, "And I have someone in my corner too." And Tom Phillips, is just, who? And Jericho's like, "What?" What do you mean? You said you had someone in your corner. Yeah. Who is in your corner? Yeah. Like really pressing him for an answer. Yeah. And Jericho looks more and more comfortable, more and more uncomfortable. And he so he makes G- up a name. Jim and Marvin Luter. Who is it? Jim. Jim. Jimin. Jimin. Jim. Jim and Marvin Luter. Jim and Marvin Luter. Yeah, Jim and Marvin Luter. You ever heard of Jim and Marvin Luter? Jim and Marvin Luter. So he's really famous in Winnipeg. He's the toughest guy <laughs> west of Winnipeg. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. Kevin Owens walks up and is like, that's not a real person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's okay because Owens has Jericho's back. Yeah. And then Jericho's like, yeah, see, that, that's, that's what I said. He's got my back. Jericho has, or yeah, see, Owens has my back. Tim, <laughs> Jim, and Marvin Luter. <laughs> it seems weird that Kevin Owens is jumping so quick into getting to a partnership with Jericho. Yeah. Like, I'm not complaining. No, no, I because it's awesome. But it's, it's just like it's for a really, character, the character he's built. It's, there's no is, real sort of motivation for it. Yeah, but it's awesome. Like I'm yeah. just willing to look past that because putting these two. The only thing I don't like about putting these two together is that they're on the same segment. So we're not splitting them. Like, they're not. Yeah. I don't get to, like, watch Kevin Owens do something funny yeah. or awesome. And then I know looking later on the card, like, I'm going to have Chris Jericho. Yeah. But, I mean, them together is still awesome. <laughs> I just want to see Jim and Marvin Luter. <laughs> Toughest man in Jim, Jim and Jim, Jim <laughs> Marvin, Marvin Luter. <laughs> Sami Zayn versus Seth Rollins. Yep. It's a good match. Yeah. This is Sami Zayn. There's is this where he... Is this the match where he hurt his ankle? Like, hurt his ankle? He, like, did a... I yeah, know. this is... Or, or is it? It's this match, I think. Because Sami Zayn did the little leapfrog thing, and when he lands, he, like, pretends to twist his ankle. Mm. And he spends the whole match fighting on one leg. It's awesome. And then Seth Rollins eventually... No, he didn't. No, maybe this isn't the right I th- match. I, I think it's more... God, they've wrestled again yeah. in the last two weeks. Yeah. Okay, sorry. No, I screwed it up. Because this this match is a regular match. Seth Rollins wins with the pedigree. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because Sammy misses the Haluva kick at the end of this match. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're good. Next up, live on Raw, Brock Lesnar. He's back. Paul Heyman comes out. Paul Heyman introduces himself. Yeah. The advocate of the beast, Brock Lesnar. Yeah. And then he introduces... Uh, the the beast of the, the Brocktagon, yeah. the ruler and conqueror of the WWE universe and the Viper Slayer, yeah. Brock Lesnar. Lesnar comes out, huge reaction, Suplex City chant. Yep. 
Heyman says that on summer er, at SummerSlam, Brock Lesnar will entertain you. Yep. And he says that Lesnar's form of entertainment is not the kind that they like to market in WWE. <laughs> because his brand of entertainment is violence. Yes. And he, he knows he shouldn't use that word, but uh, because he's standing next to Brock Lesnar, he can get away with anything. Yeah. The, uh, oh, yeah, and he's talking about the, the, the new era, the, the new era needs to step up to Brock's level. Yeah. Orton has no chance against Lesnar, but he may have a chance at surviving. Mm-hmm. He goes on and says, you will never, ever hit an RK, and then literally out of nowhere, Randy Orton comes darting in from off camera through the crowd. And gives. He was, he, I saw a cell phone video. He was under the ring. Oh, was he? So wow. he like... Tumbles out and jumps up oh, from the awesome. back. Yeah. yeah, he was just waiting. Oh. Which, which, which How I long do you think he was waiting there for? Uh, I think because there's no like secret tunnel. Is no, there I think they did. They did like a thing where like uh, uh, like during the commercial break, like they they were showing a video on the screen, so they took the lights down and a bunch of dudes in hoodies came out and checked the ring and stuff, and then um, zoop. You know, when I was a kid, I always thought there was like a big tunnel. That'd be sweet. That they crawled under, you know yeah. what I mean, to get in there? Sadly. Yeah, no, no. it's not a big tunnel. Okay. But yeah, Randy so, Orton hits an RKO out of nowhere. Everyone freaks out. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, and then he then he runs up into the crowd yeah. and does his, his pose, <laughs> his whatever pose. Like, a, that pose. It's like that Bloodborne pose. <laughs> <I> can, <laughs> it's close enough. <laughs> And that's that's the show actually. That's it. Yeah. That's that's the whole thing. Yeah. It's cool. I liked now it. I have my notes. A lot of that. people were like so up in arms about Well, why have the brand split if people are just gonna be on each other's shows? Because these guys have a match. I know. <laughs> but it's just it's it's it it's never not, ceases to it's amaze not random. Me what people will complain about. <laughs> This one's not. This, yeah, it's any. It's like any show. Yeah. You know what I mean. Like, but it's yeah. just like any TV show. People will just. It finds just random things to complain about. I guess. Yeah. And it's just like it makes it less special. It's like, come on, man. Just let them. Just let them do their thing. Raw for August eighth. Yep. We see a video hyping up Orton Lesnar, which they say is fifteen years in the making. Well. Which That's is, like saying AJ Styles and John Cena was 15 years in the making. Yeah, like, sure, they've been wrestling for the same length of time. I didn't know they hadn't wrestled. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Yeah, I was like, really? Someone in the comments will probably tell us they have. They probably have. I yeah. But are they, are they, I mean, are they just talking about major pay-per-views? I don't know. They've never wrestled? But There's a great video package they put together with, like, talking about being in, because right now NXT is the developmental yeah. territory at the time. It was a non-televised, or no, there were tapings. They only played regionally, though, but OVW, which was Ohio Valley Wrestling, I yeah. think. And that was the developmental territory. And they show all these, this, all these uh, clips of Brock. Please mention the one that I think you're going to mention. Well, it's, just, it's Brock, Randy Orton, John Cena. Shelton Benjamin. Shelton Benjamin. Batista. And Batista. But Batista's wearing, like, a big chain. Batista's wearing a chain because <laughs> he's, he's the... <laughs> was he there? Is he just the animal? Is he probably just the because they called him the animal in the, the main roster? Yeah, right? the animal Batista, but I think he's just I think he's just the animal. But the, John Cena is the, is uh, the prototype. Really? Yeah, he was the prototype before he was. That's an awful name. Well, because he was a cyborg. <laughs> For real? That Did was he come the, out dressed as a cyborg. That was the gimmick. Like he was actually a cyborg? Yeah. 
His gimmick was his name like, was. The <laughs> they didn't do anything to him. Like there was no. Just, you know what I mean though? Like was he like Universal Soldier? Like Jean Claude Van Damme? Like that cyborg? I guess. His name was the prototype. But in kayfabe, they played him off as a cyborg. Yeah. I am 50% man, 50% machine. You are 100% fatality. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Okay, that's way better. <laughs> that's amazing. How could you not get over with that? <laughs> You're an actual probably, cyborg. Probably because it was really stupid. Probably because it was dumb, but goddamn. Yeah. Uh, as a result of... Sorry, uh, the part of that history lesson too is oh, a lot right. of people sparred off about the class of 2002 right. from OVW. This is a big thing that a lot of people like throughout because those, well, I mean, maybe minus Shelton Benjamin, but I mean, four of the biggest names in modern wrestling, right? Yeah. Like from the 2000s on. Yeah. So, I mean, look what you've got there. They, those four names, like Lesnar, Orton, uh, Batista, and Cena, probably made more money than probably any other four names. Yeah. And then they spent a decade not developing anybody. Yeah, pretty much. And then they were like, oh shit, we should probably develop some people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So because of Randy hitting Lesnar with the RKO, yeah. Mick Foley has invited Daniel Bryan, the general manager of SmackDown, to come to Raw to clear the air. Yeah. And also, Puff Daddy is here. Yeah. Why? We've got, we got a great show for you tonight. Puff Daddy's here, so stick around. <laughs> you kids in your hip-hop... Hippity hoppity. I don't know why. Anyway, Enzo and Cass come to the ring. Does Puff Daddy still make music? I don't think he makes his own music. Oh, he's wait, his no. Produces? No, because they. Uh, why is he there? Because he was the musical director for WWE 2K17. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. He, he, picked, yeah. A, he picked a soundtrack. Yeah. I think I might I might actually buy a wrestling game for the first time. I'm gonna buy the new one. I think. I had a lot of fun with the. A lot of people have asked me to do another. Uh, I never. I actually have never watched that. It's really dumb, yeah. but it's pretty funny. I I, I really enjoyed it. I sh I do want to do another one. Uh, our stream where I just we did we did we did a wrestling pay per view, but we just let we just I made characters based on loading ready run characters and then just let them let the computer fight. Yeah. There was. One of the matches was amazing. It was a, it was a three on three tag match, and like the build and storyline within the match, we were like, "This worked out so well." Yeah. Anyway, the uh, right Enzo and Cass come down. Yeah. Enzo dances around a bit before mentioning uh, Sasha last week and yeah. how he was laying the Mac down and how Jericho ruined it. He messed it up for him by interrupting, and Jericho comes out. Yeah. With his scarf. He calls them a couple of goofballs. Yeah. And says that... I love how every little... Anything that Jericho says, I just find funny. Like, even yeah. just the dumb word, like, goofball. Just the way he delivers it. And then he asks them, how, how are you doing? <laughs> so then Kevin Owens comes out. Yeah. And they make their way to the ring. Because Jericho says... I love that he's still trying to save face on this. Yeah. He says that he, he spoke to Jim and Marvin Luter. <laughs> He's yeah. like, well, I talked to Jim and Marvin Luter, and yeah. he said that I should get Kevin Owens in my corner. <laughs> and it's like, Chris, no one believes you. Yeah, it's great because <laughs> they're they're uh, they're close Canadian brothers. They say. <laughs> Doesn't Cass pretty much paint a picture of them being in the bath together? Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. The. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, Owens has my back. Through hell or high water, Owens has my back. You got my back, right? And Owens is like, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got your back, sure. <laughs> and then Owens Owens says he doesn't care if Cass is seven feet tall. Owens is going to hurt him. So then Cass gets in Owens' face, and Owens is like, but if it's not me who hurts you, then Jericho will. <laughs> Jericho's like, what the hell, man? Yeah. He, when he was talking to Big Cass, too, I loved how Owens was like, yeah, you know, like I can actually kind of relate to you because I know what it's like to have a waste of space best friend yeah. holding you down. And he talks about how he, yeah, how Cass brought his dead weight to a, with him to Raw instead of dropping it. And he, Owens has to look at it and hear it vomit nonsensical garbage. <laughs> and Jericho reiterates Owens' threat to Big Cass. Yeah. And Big Cass is like, well, then let's just do this right now. And Jericho's like, well, I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> and Cass is like, you were looking directly <laughs> at me. <laughs> oh, it's so good. And, and finally, that Jericho warns Enzo that he'd better be prepared because he's going to get it. Yeah. And Enzo looks confused and says whenever he finds out what it is, He'll shove it down Jericho's throat. <laughs> and this starts this miniature running gag of Jericho saying, you're going to get it. it yeah. And people are like, what is it? And he just goes, it. It. You're going to get it. Only Jericho could get it over. Yeah. It. It. Drink it it's in, man. It's fucking unbelievable. So this is actually a singles match. Yeah. It's Enzo versus Jericho yeah. with people in their respective corners. I'm glad the flex pin is back. Since oh, you, it's so good. Since you brought it up. It's such a dick move. Come on, baby! <laughs> Love it. Basically, the ending comes where Owens interferes, grabs Enzo's leg, yeah. and causes Jericho to hit it, a cold breaker. Mm -hmm. But before he can get the pin, Big Cass runs down, beats up Jericho, or hits Jericho with a big boot for a disqualification. Yeah. That's basically it. So that's fine. And then Kevin Owens is just screaming about how they won and he had Jericho's back. Yeah. And then Enzo gets on the mic and says that the challenge is accepted. We'll see you at our backyard in summer, or at SummerSlam. And Owens agrees and says they'll kick their ass because they're winners. Yes. So, okay. Okay. Mick Foley's talking on his phone and says they need to nip this whole Brock Lesnar... Orton thing yeah. in the bud. And that's why he invited Daniel Bryan. He's talking to Stephanie on the phone. Sasha comes in and... Uh, oh, this is where they bring up the... He's like, oh yeah, I'm totally using the tablet. Not yeah. my old clipboard. And he's using the old clipboard. Right. Sure. Eh, <laughs> why not? Give him some character. Yeah. Sure. Sasha Banks comes in and she claims right. that she wants her SummerSlam match changed to a handicap match so we can keep her eye on Dana Brooke. Yeah, she's Which is weird. She basically is like, look, we already know it's going to be two on one. Yeah. So let's just make it a handicap match. Yeah. Let's just let's That's just it yeah. codify it. Yeah. Because then at least Dana has to like stay at the turnbuckle and the ref has to give a shit. Yeah. Right. Like, let's Which just, makes sense. Yeah. Like, it's a great like, it's a great reasoning for like a baby face to go through. Yeah. If she's going to be there, let's make her part of it so that it's all above board and the ref will actually care if she's. Breaking the rules. Yeah. And so it's like, okay. But then Foley's like, well, your match two weeks ago was amazing and everyone wants to see the rematch. So let's, instead, let's try to uh, give you a chance to make it a one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. You go one-on-one -on -one against Dana tonight. And if you win, she's banned from ringside. And if she wins, then we'll do your handicap idea. Yeah. And so she's like, okay. 
We got Braun Strowman versus Joral Nelson. Oh right. This is the this is the one that we talked about last week. Oh, this is the guy just sitting there. Byron like, Sack just looks like he's about to throw up. Yeah. And Byron's like, so what do you think about facing Braun Strowman? And the guy's just like, oh. <laughs> I don't want to be here. The bell rings and the guy immediately drops to the apron and he's like, <laughs> he's like, just tries to escape. And uh, Stroman punches him off the apron and throws him back in the ring and hits him with a massive clothesline and then uh, yeah. reverse choke slam. And the guy looks like he's unconscious. Yeah. Braun so. yells about how everyone will fall mm -hmm. after the match. And he like licks his lips. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it's like, okay. Right. You do you, Braun. Puff Diddy Daddy Combs is <laughs> backstage. Yeah. He compliments Foley on the general manager position. Sure. He says WWE treats him like family, and he wants to give Foley front row tickets to his upcoming show, which is cool. Yeah. Kofi and Woods walk in. They congratulate Combs on being the... Uh, right, that's soundtrack curator. That's what it is. That's what it is, him. And I, <laughs> I love this, that uh, anytime This has been happening since this one. Anytime New Day and Foley are in the same... Backstage scene. Yeah, one of the New Day has the, like an open box of Bootios, mm -hmm. and Mick Foley is just like, oh, and just like <laughs> yeah, constantly just like yeah. just grabbing handfuls of Bootios out of the thing. <laughs> Puff Daddy asks about Biggie's nuts. Yeah, he's like, so how, how's Biggie's nuts doing? And they're like, you can't say that <laughs> on television. <laughs> and uh, then he agrees to give to like phone Biggie and say hi. Yeah, Titus O'Neil versus Darren Young. Two. Yeah. It ends pretty much in the reverse. Yeah, it ends very, very quickly. Yeah. Um, young, it ends with Young um, uh, sliding off Titus's sh uh, shoulders and flipping Titus up and grabbing his tights yeah. for the win because I guess win. turnabout is fair play. Yep. Backlund goes insane. Backlund. I think anything makes Backlund go insane. Yeah, I think that's just, there's no off switch. Yeah. Just say they get Backlund or Backlund sleeping. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, hey, Bob, here's a glass of tap water. Darren Young, great again. Yeah. Seth Rollins talks about Finn Balor. Yeah. And he's basically just sort of. He says that uh, he, even he has learned a new thing or two from the new era of WWE. Mm -hmm. And. Case in point, Finn Balor. He figured he was a cheap second-rate knockoff. He thought Balor was a second-rate knockoff of him. He More ripping on movies, maybe more earned this time. Rollins thought that Balor was the Jared Leto to Rollins' Oof. Heath Ledger. Ooh. <laughs> Ow. That's a deep cut. Yeah. Oh, jeez. And he's like, Balor's, his, that's not even his real name. Finn means famous warrior, and Balor means demon king. Yeah. That'd be like, that'd be like if I called myself Rambo Apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Seth is awesome. I don't he think says, we say that enough. This is, uh, he says that Balor is disrespectful, arrogant, and ignorant, which, like all good heels, he's actually describing himself. Yeah. And in 200 years, people will be telling stories about how he killed the beast and crushed the face that runs the place. Because he beat Brock and he yeah. beat John Cena. Well, beat Brock. Beat Brock. <laughs> he won a match that Brock was, was in. in. Yeah. And then he, and, and, oh, and then he conquered the Roman Empire. Yeah. Cheers from the crowd. Mm -hmm. And that at SummerSlam, he'll add Finn Balor to his list of people that he's defeated. Yeah. Okay. Okay. There's another Seamus versus Cesaro match. Yep. Which is a good, it gets a this is awesome chant. It's a yeah. good, it's a good it match. It's a great match. Like, 
both guys are great. Like, we yeah. know Cesaro is great. Uh -huh. I don't think Sheamus gets enough credit uh -huh. for being great in the ring. Like, look, no, I, you know what I, okay, nobody in the WWE I think is really bad. Yeah. Everyone can have the potential to put on a good match. Yeah. This match ends when Cesaro is about to start uppercutting Sheamus, but the ref gets in the way, and Sheamus accidentally knocks the ref. Yeah. And then Cesaro rolls, rolls Sheamus up for the win. Yeah, so Cesaro's won two matches in a row, right? Yeah, and Sheamus is livid. Yeah. He is very upset about this. But it's just like, why are we going back on our word of one of them getting a title shot, right? Well, I guess they said, if you impress us. That was their wording. It wasn't the winner. Right. The wording when they originally made it was like, oh, and if one of you impresses us enough, you'll get a title shot. Well, yeah, but Foley said that Cesaro gets that shot. Oh, really? Like, he actually... Oh, okay. On the last episode, yeah. So oh. this, this is just them fighting again. Okay. Dudley Boys versus Neville and a partner of his choosing. Yeah. I don't know why that has to be a secret, but it's Sin Cara. Yep. And it's fine, and obviously Neville wins with a red arrow. Yeah. Okay. They're, they were playing up... Um, Dissension among the Dudleys, too. Yeah, Bubba like looks angrily is, at Devon. Yeah. Because Devon eats the pin, I eats think. Eats the pin, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that was their, I guess, the storyline leading up to their retirement or how they wanted to go out. So, Rusev and Lana, a celebration of love. <laughs> yeah. I actually really like this. <laughs> I love cheesy, so, dumb shit like this. Yeah, so this is that uh, Rusev and Lana got married for real. Yeah. And. Now they're they, and they had the real wedding, but now they're going to have a celebration of love, so that the WWE universe can share their love yeah. with a celebration of their wedding. The ring is all done up in like red and white, and there's cakes on the table in the ring. That'll go great, I'm sure. And they uh, they come out. Rusev has a vest. Yeah. Is he is he wearing a sleeve? Is it, is, is he just wearing a vest? I, I can't think remember. he's just wearing a vest. Yeah. I think. And uh, Lana has a ridiculous um, wedding dress. Yeah. Byron and Graves are just bickering about uh, who was and was not invited to the wedding. Oh, yeah. And Cole just lets them argue. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. I love it. Yeah. There's a video package that shows photos of the wedding day. Yeah. The, the crowd says that it's boring. And uh, Rusev says, that, you know, he's, he's sorry that that's all, that's all the pictures that they have. <laughs> they apparently rented a private beach for the wedding. Yeah. Uh, I actually saw some. Unlike of the, right, unlike everyone in America that can't afford to rent a one-bedroom apartment, less, let, let alone a beach. Yeah, I actually saw some of the pictures from that wedding, and Ryback was there. Really? Yeah. Oh, cool. I think he was one of the groomsmen. Oh, wow. Yeah. Rusev says the cakes on the table cost more than anybody makes in a month. Yeah. Roman Reigns hits and actually gets a bit of a pop. Yeah, he does. And then it turns a little bit. I think yeah. that people were just like, like. Yes, something's going to come and break up the wedding. Yay! Oh, it's Roman. Roman. Yeah, this sure. was the most pro-Roman crowd I've heard in a long time. Yeah. Though. Like, they were actually behind him. Yeah. Good for you, Roman. Like, I know you fucked up, but you work hard. Ray, Rain says he, he noticed that Rusev... Did, oh, right. <laughs> did you see? When they were walking to the ring and the Titantron is just this massive slow-motion shot of a bottle of champagne opening up. Yeah. <laughs> Is not suggestive at all. Um, <laughs> so uh, Roman, cause Roman gets in the ring and starts pouring champagne because yeah. he's like, "Hey, I noticed from those pictures you didn't have a best man, so I got to step up and I I will be your best man because yeah. you didn't have one. Obviously, you didn't have anybody to ask, so yeah. don't worry. I got you covered." And he's like pouring three three things of champagne, and he's like, "So you know, it's time for a toast." And Rusev and Lana are like, 
No, no. absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. And so Range just goes like, all right, and slams his flute of champagne and says, well, if you don't want to accept my toast, maybe you'll accept my challenge for your title at SummerSlam. Yeah. Before getting an answer, he thanks them because he's never had the opportunity to see a marriage between a Bulgarian Sasquatch and a mail-order bride. Damn, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good. Look, he looked really comfortable in this segment. Like he did. Roman, This bumping down from the main event, maybe all this pressure's off him, mm -hmm. and he just looked like he was having a lot of fun. I actually really liked it. Lana's, it started a little bit of a brawl. Yeah, Lana starts screaming at him. Yeah. Reigns pushes Rusev, who knocks into Lana, who falls face first into a cake, obviously. Yeah. And she flips out. Cause it looks kind of gruesome because it's like there's like it's raspberry red. filling or something. Yeah. So she's she like pulls her head back up and her face is just red with like yeah. weird cake gore. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Lana is, uh, this, it goes to break and comes back and then Lana's backstage still covered in cake, screaming at Mick and they're screaming at Mick Foley to do something about it. And he's yeah. like, well, how about you do something about it? At SummerSlam when you defend the title against Roman Reigns. Go yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye. So I'm like, all right. Sasha Banks versus Dana Brooke. Yep. If Sasha wins, Brooke is banned from ringside at SummerSlam. If Sasha loses, it will be a handicap match at SummerSlam. Charlotte immediately starts getting involved with, with yeah. shenanigans, yeah. obviously. And Charlotte accidentally slaps Dana, but it, like, there was, the, this, the, the timing was off. Yeah. Like, it, it looked really awkward. Mm-hmm. Like, it was obviously meant to be, like, Charlotte missing and hitting Dana, and then that can lead to the pin, but it was like, what are we doing? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. And so, yeah, so Charlotte knocks, Char sorry, Sasha knocks Charlotte down and gives Dana the double knees for the... Yeah, double knees in the corner for the win, so Dana Brooke is effectively banned from ringside at SummerSlam. Mm -hmm. Finn Balor, with a video package basically explaining who he is and what he's about. Yeah. And this is... I think this is sweet. Yeah. Uh, he's talking about creatures of Irish folklore, like the Banshee or the Doolahan. Mm -hmm. The Doolahan are knights that they carry their head. Oh. Oh, yeah. And they show up in all the Castlevania games. Yeah. Uh, and he starts talking about uh, his name, because he's, because, um, you remember Rollins was like, his name is even Finn, like Finn, Bal Finn means great warrior and Balor means demon king. Yeah. But what, what Finn explains is that those are specific people. Finn, mm. ba uh, Finn is Finn McCool, who is a, a, a creature, a creature, a <laughs> figure of Irish folk legend. There's too much to actually get into with okay. Finn McCool. He's basically like an Irish Hercules. Like he has a bunch of oh, like, okay. there, there was a bunch of <coughs> feats that he did basically. Mm -hmm. And in some, in some interpretations, he's a giant. Okay. Anyway, and then Balor is. The Demon King, not just Balor means Demon King. Yeah. Ba Balor is the name of a Demon King. Yeah, uh, with with one eye, mm -hmm. which I never realized. That's why when he does the Demon King paint, he has the eye on his back. Yeah. So and uh, when the, the 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 tales are that when Balor opens his eye, the seas will burn or what? It'll be like the apocalypse or whatever. Yeah. And so this is well, even on like his Titan Tron, <clears throat> I think it's like the. <clears throat> The O or the R, mm -hmm. his name has like the one eye. It's always kind of like looking around and blinking and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So, basically, that Rollins hasn't Rollins has no idea what he's going to be facing at SummerSlam. Yeah, is basically what what they're really marketing Ballard's this saying. demon thing. Yeah, because it's obviously super marketable. Yeah, kids would love it. 
Now, if you've watched him in NXT, you will have seen this before, but yeah. the main roster, this is still a surprise, and uh, it'll be revealed what exactly the nature of the Demon King is at SummerSlam or the Raw prior if they just Dude, decide to I, give it away Okay, on the Raw I was prior. super fucking mad that they did that. No shit! <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So was I. I'm yeah. like, with the whole build-up, fuck it, whatever. Anyway. Because, like, the way they, they sold it in NXT was that the demon, they didn't even call it the demon king. They yeah. just called it the demon. Yeah. So the, I, I'm still not sold on demon king. It, it sounds more lame every time they say it. Yeah. But I love Finn, so it's okay. I'll forgive it. But the demon was like all of the thoughts that we have that we never really like give credence to, like all these mm-hmm. dark, bad, kind of like violent thoughts. Or. The way I kind of thought of it was that when Finn can't get the job done, yeah, exactly. or when he is really on the ropes, he brings out the demon. Because yeah. he knows that the demon will be like his fail-safe, right? Because yeah. he, only, he, only, he did only lose once ever as the demon. That was against Samoa Joe in a steel cage match at TakeOver Dallas? Yeah. I think, yeah. Take over Dallas. And doesn't doesn't the demon when Finn's wrestling as the demon? Doesn't he have a slightly different move set too? No. Okay. He doesn't, but he should. Oh. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when I, I think it'd be sweet if he like was I don't know change something. You know what I mean? It does. Maybe I'm missing something. Someone will probably point it out. I mean, if you notice that I'm wrong and I there's stuff I haven't noticed, but it looks essentially like it's just Finn Balor with face paint. But the concept of it's super cool. Now we have a video from doctors. Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. I, I like this. I like and that he's not Doc Gallows, he's Dr. Gallows. Yeah, but I love at the beginning when they're like, Doctor? Doctor. Doctor. <laughs> so they're, they're, they're talking about Big E's condition, yeah. ring postitis. Yeah. And they hold up a jar with like pickling liquid and some eggs in it. Yeah. And they're like, you see the problem here? <laughs> it's, it's talking about how it's been making Big E very testy. <laughs> And they have to run some more tests. They need they need more test subjects. So they're going to be collecting a sample from Kofi Kingston next, so yeah. they can do more tests. Yeah. The result will make you balls your eyes out. <sighs> okay. They had me for the beginning, and then they kind of lost me halfway through. I I am honestly impressed with how with the sheer density of nut jokes. <laughs> yeah. And they just they just bang they through them. They rattle yeah. them off really smoothly. Yeah. And like without like without too much stress on the pun. Yeah. They're like they're they're apparently are two very funny guys. Yeah. Like, like they, they they don't they don't linger on the pun waiting for the laugh. Yeah. They just they just barrel through they it. They just they don't go like and he's getting testy. Yeah. They're just like it's it's very testy. Like we're <laughs> like we're feeling, what was it? I, I can't remember it all. There's yeah. so many of them. We recently completed emergency surgery on the New Day's Big E, the results of which were nuts. It kind of makes you want to ball your eyes out, doesn't it, Doctor? It does make me a little bit testy. So it's Kofi versus Luke Gallows with yeah. Xavier and Anderson at ringside. They try to, oh, Luke Gallows wins the match. Yeah. Fine. They try to give... Kingston ring postitis, yeah. but um, Xavier chases them off with a steel chair. Yeah, I really like. I'm being super biased, and I'm when I look at this feud or when I was watching it, I was trying to find the like, really hard to find the good in it because mm. I like both teams, mm-hmm. but I think they deserved a lot better mm. than just like the nut centered feud. The, feel. 
the the nut center, <laughs> the nougat. Our video from earlier in the day of Gold Dust in the parking lot bumping into Scooby Doo. Oh yeah, because the WWE has a movie with Scooby Doo. Yeah, and Truth is jealous that he's not in the movie and gets into a fight with Scooby Doo. Yeah. Goldust diffuses the situation by suggesting that they all go watch the WWE Scooby-Doo movie together and, and eat, eat some Scooby snacks. snacks. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, sure. McFoley's in the ring. Okay. Describes the wedding as fresh. Don't know why. Yeah. And he says that he's always followed the philosophy of an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, an ear for an ear. Yeah. As, Mick Foley famously had his tooth come out and then his ear get torn off yeah. in the ring. So his, his tooth actually, he got it knocked out and it was in his nose. Yeah. Hell in Cell 98 mm-hmm. or 97, one of those. And then he says, in retrospect, that might be archaic. Uh, so that's why he's invited Daniel Bryan here to clear the air about the, uh, the, the Brock Lesnar Randy The RK Oklahoma? <laughs> every time now that you've said that, that's the one. every time I think about that, I just want Randy Orton to be wearing like a pair of guns, like yeah. Every time he hits like an RKO, he's like <laughs> he, could, he, could, he could dress up like McCree. <laughs> yeah, it'd be great. You'd be like, it's high noon. He'd be slowly walking to the ring, and everyone would be trying to hide like line of sight him because you knew that if you pulled the trigger, the game over. <laughs> Basically, exchange pleasantries. Yeah. They actually show a video from the Talking Smack show, which is like a talk show after SmackDown happens. Yeah. And Brian pretty much shitting all over the Universal title. He's like, why not just call it the Milky Way Championship? <laughs> yeah. Why, why does he just make stuff there's, up? Why there's, not? There's a great mock. They did a. I saw a picture on Twitter and it was like Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon, and they did a mock up of the Universal title, which was just a belt and like a big tinfoil U <laughs> like tied to it. It was pretty funny. And so, yeah, then it uh, it sort of turns a little bit because, you know, because Foley's like, well, if, you know, why are you talking, literally talking smack behind my back? Yeah. This, this title's not a joke. And they, they, don't, they don't really address the, I mean, Brian says he's sorry about Randy Orton, but, like, that's it. Yeah. It's mostly just about Brian and Foley kind yeah, of getting at one another. Don't you find it funny how they clearly stated... Which I found, I've noticed has bothered me a little bit, how they wanted to make the shows less about the general managers. To be fair, SmackDown is. Yeah. Even though, well, they wanted to make SmackDown less about general managers. Yeah. Even though Daniel Bryan is this SmackDown general manager, Mm -hmm. he's only really going concern plot-wise on Raw. Yeah. (laughs) Which is kind of funny. (laughs) It's kind of weird. And guess who comes down? Rusev. Yeah. Dressed to fight. is like... (laughs) I don't know why you guys are bothering bickering about this universal championship. <laughs> Raw has a champion, and it's me. Yeah. And I'm I'm the best. Cesaro comes out, and he says, like, yeah, Rusev, you're having a really bad night. Uh, <laughs> and Brian intercuts that Cesaro is being really underutilized on Raw. Yeah. And there's a big there's a big yes chant. And Foley says that Roman Reigns gets his shot at SummerSlam against Rusev. But Cesaro can get his shot tonight. Yeah. So this is actually the title shot. Okay. That's what it this was. was. I had yeah. forgotten that this was happening. Yeah. And that's that's right now. And Rusev is really upset about it. Yeah. So yeah, it's um, 
Rusev defending against Cesaro for the U.S. Championship. Yeah. Guess who shows up? Who would show up? Big Boss Man. (laughs) Wait, shit, he's He's dead. dead. DDP. (laughs) Randy Orton. Randy Orton. No, it's Sheamus. It's Sheamus. Sheamus runs down to try to get in the way. Yeah. Rusev pokes a thumb in Cesaro's eye, and then Sheamus kicks him. Does a broke kick, I think? Yeah. And Rusev gets the pin. Sheamus is really, really happy about it. Rusev turns and then, like, this is, again, like Charlotte and Dana earlier. This yeah. is, he, uh, he turns a little too soon and then has to sort of stand there for a sec yeah. uh, until Roman Reigns comes out of nowhere and spears him. Yeah. And then Reigns walks off as his music plays. And that's actually the end of the show. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, like, when Raw only has one title, right? Yeah. Well, I guess two tag titles count. But it's nice yeah. seeing the Universal, or not the Universal, the United States title getting a little bit of love. Yeah, because I was technically the main event there. Yeah. Raw for August 15th. This is the go-home show for SummerSlam. Yeah. I or, love or how... The, the go-home Raw... For yeah. SummerSlam. I love now that it's now that SmackDown is. I live. didn't mention it before, but I love how they show what happened the week before. They didn't oh, yeah, do that yeah. before, did they? Last week on Monday Night Raw. I'm trying to remember Not to this extent. Not to this extent. They're no. like, hey, last week on Dragon Ball Z, Rusev got real mad <laughs> and punched Vegeta yeah. in the mouth. <laughs> so the one of this one of, there's a plot to this episode which is Seth Rollins trying to find the Demon King. Yeah. Which I did not like. I didn't like it either. He's like walking around the arena being like, Hello Demon King, <laughs> come out, come out, come out wherever you are. You know what it did remind me of? Old storylines with the Undertaker. Where yeah. like they try to find him. Yeah. Where that real there was a storyline, I don't know if you watched wrestling during this time, but there was a fake Undertaker. Oh yeah. And people they would go through um they would have people like in urban settings and stuff, like in the public, saying they saw him. It was like, oh yeah, I saw him at a donut shop. <laughs> there was the under- they have Undertaker sightings, like vignettes. It was pretty great. That's good. But yeah, kind of like that. for the nineties. Like, I mean, it doesn't help that like we don't know what the demon what the Demon King looks like. Yeah. Unless well, you, unless you watch NXT. Yeah. So we don't. There's there's no mystique yet, and that Reigns is just or that Reigns uh, Reigns and Rollins. Those names mess me up. And that Rollins is just like. I'm gonna find the Demon King. Yeah. Where's the Demon, Demon King? King? Like, like not taking it seriously, kind like, of. Like, Finn has been like, I, this is me, and I'm the Demon King, and you'll see. Why doesn't he just go to Where's the locker Finn? room and find Finn? <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's only the Demon King apparates as a different being and just hangs, skulks around the arena. <laughs> He's eating like a bucket of worms. So we're hanging out with the. So yeah, we see this like clip from earlier today of Rollins looking around for him. Yeah, and then we go into the arena. Yeah, where Rusev and Lana are, like in medias res, yelling at people. Yeah, because they are they're in the ring. This is in Corpus Christi, which is apparently notoriously a bad crowd. I am told. Really, apparently, and they are, they're occupying Raw. Yeah, they're like, we won't leave the ring. <laughs> Until uh, what do they actually want? They want Reigns to come out. They they're yelling. They they're saying that uh, Mick Foley is a terrible general manager, right? Because yes. Foley comes out and is like, "Get out of the ring!" Yeah. And they're like, "No, you're a terrible general ma- general manager. We're not going to leave until we get what we want. We want Reigns to come yeah, out." Yeah, and then Steph comes out. Yeah, and she's like, "Don't disrespect him." He's like, "Hey, 
we'll call Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon. We'll go to SmackDown. See how much you like it. You know what I mean? I thought that was awesome. Yeah. Like, well, hey, you can't threaten us. Yeah. Oh, I just like that Steph comes out and they're like, oh, good, Steph. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. here's what's up. And she's like, are you talking shit about Mick Foley? <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. So, yeah, Stephanie calls the behavior completely unacceptable. It says that Rusev demands respect but won't show any to a guy like Mick Foley. Yeah. Reigns comes out and is like, if all you want is an apology, then sure. I'm sorry. I apologize for Rusev going on the website where he got Lana. It always comes across as like the, hmm, looks like you're back in a couple tater tots. <laughs> oh, God. But every time he delivers a line like that, you know, look. I'm sorry that. You check that website where you found your wife. Bam! Oh, we got him. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Anyway, Reigns is like, yeah, I know we're scheduled for SummerSlam, but I don't feel like waiting, so let's do it tonight. Let's, let's do it right now. Yeah. And, and Steph's like, no, 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 no. That match will still take place at SummerSlam. But if Rusev wants to defend his wife's honor, <laughs> then they can have a match tonight. Yeah. So even though... Rusev and Reigns are going to fight one-on-one at SummerSlam. In six days. In six days for the title. They're going to fight tonight for Lana's honor. Yeah. Womp womp. If Reigns wins, does he just, does he get Lana? Is that how this works? I guess so. Is this like a prima nocta situation? (laughs) Is he like, I win, yoink. (laughs) It's like trial by combat. So stupid. I'm sorry. (laughs) I, it is dumb, though. This like, is, I did not like this episode overall, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I, I should have... Warning signs should have gone off. Spoiler. For the SummerSlam match. Yeah. Like, it should have... Like, yeah. that they were giving this away for free. Yeah. You know what I mean? I didn't think about that. But that's, that's, when I, that's where I should have been like, well, why the fuck are they... So, obviously, something's happening on Sunday. Right. Right? Like... I didn't think about that. Yeah. You have to think about these things when you watch wrestling. Like, if they give away, okay, so Roman Reigns, if they give away something like Roman Reigns and Rusev are fighting each other in six days for the United States title, yeah, and then they say, "Oh, you guys can fight in the main event on Raw," and then you watch and you know we'll get to it, but what happens in that? And you're just like, "What the fuck is going on? Like, why give that away?" Doesn't make any sense. Byron's in the ring talking with Sheamus. Yeah, because. Seamus is about to have a match with Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. And Seamus says that he's, over the last couple of weeks, he's proved that he's a dominant athlete and Sami Zayn likes to hide, hide behind his Twitter. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Seamus showed that he was a dominant athlete by losing, losing twice, twice to Cesaro and then interfering Cesaro his yeah. match against Rusev. He's a heel, so. Yeah, I guess he so. He thinks he's better than he is. <laughs> yeah. All right. Sure. Sure. I like Zayn, uh, at the beginning of the match, hurled his shirt at Sheamus. Yeah. And Sheamus is like, ah, stop it. <laughs> the referee breaks it up to Sheamus start, start actually the calls match. Sammy a cheap knockoff of himself. Why? Because they're both red hair? Yeah, because they're both redheads. It's a pretty low bar. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty low. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sure. It's a match. Oh, yeah, right. Cesaro's on commentary. Oh, right. And he leaves the commentary table and distracts Sheamus, which allows Zayn to connect with the Haluva kick. Yeah. And so Sammy Zayn wins. After the match, Sheamus continues to be very angry and staring at Cesaro. Yeah. Kevin Owens is talking about facing Big Cass tonight. Jericho talks about being in his corner. Yeah. And 
Owen's jokes that Cass doesn't know how to spell. Yeah. Because S-A-W-F-T. Yeah. <laughs> Elsewhere backstage, Mick Foley breaks up Sheamus and Cesaro arguing backstage. Mm-hmm. And Foley said he questioned them both last week and announces that they're going to settle their differences with a, God yeah. damn it, a best of seven series with the first match being at SummerSlam. Fuck. Even though Cesaro's already beat him twice. Beat him twice. Should be up 2-0. Clean. He should be. <laughs> All right. What's on the line? Nothing. Pride, right? Yeah. Okay. Do you know what the best best of seven series was? What? Chris Benoit, mm. Booker T, mm. WCW. They did a best of seven series for the TV title. Mm. And it's awesome. I don't know if you can how easy it is to find on the network because they don't tag Benoit on anything. They'll tag Booker T. But I think, no, because they won't... Uh, Booker T, you won't find it. You'll have to look up, because <clears throat> I don't think you can just search Chris Benoit, right? I think you can now. Can now? Maybe. Okay. I don't know. But I can't remember all the dates that they happened, but they were awesome. You should go watch all of them. They're great. Mm-hmm. I think there was another, wasn't there a best of seven series between like Matt Hardy and MVP or something? Oh, yeah, but not matches. They were just like competitions? Yeah. Okay. Like a football throw or like a dunk contest. That was sweet, by the <laughs> was way. Was it? Okay. I, I really enjoyed MVP, but the, the, the MVP Matt Hardy feud was actually really good. Okay. Deadly Boys versus The New Day. Prior to the match, we get another ring postitis video from Doctors Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. Doctor. And more puns all around. This is yeah. a very quick match. And yeah. The, and. New Day wins. Play up the miscommunication. There's a miscommunication from the Dudleys. Yeah. And it cost them the match. <clears throat> so, I mean, I thought there was like, they're really going to break up the Dudleys? At this point, they're, like, you know what I mean? I guess because Bubba Ray mm-hmm. had an incredible run in TNA yeah. as Bully Ray. Yeah. I saw some of it, not all of it, but it was good. It was good. Yeah. And everyone sings praises about it all the time. So I was like, are they going to just go with Bully Ray? Well, like, and, and, mm. and apparently Devon like, didn't really plan to return to a full-time schedule anyway. It's tough, man. So, yeah. Especially when you've put in as many miles as the Dudleys. Oh, yeah. The, oh, after the match, there's another video from Gallows and Anderson. Yeah. Kofi, <clears throat> or they're actually just talking from backstage. It looks like pre-recorded, but they're actually just talking from backstage. <laughs> yeah. so it's live, even though they're on a green screen. Yeah. And Kofi's like, yo, Biggie is actually hurt. Can, <laughs> can you guys not? Yeah. And Woods says that, uh, he's like, yo, I know that you guys weren't around last year, but SummerSlam is where we won these titles, and we don't plan on losing them there either. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah. They have a match at SummerSlam for the tag titles. Yeah, they haven't really... I guess I should mention that. Did they ever announce it, like, officially? I don't know. I guess it would have been announced here, and I just didn't write it down. Yeah. They're having... A, the, the club versus the New Day for, at SummerSlam for the I Pirates. find it weird calling them the club without AJ. Yeah. But they were the club even before AJ, remember? In WWE, yeah. they were the club, and then AJ joined the club, and then AJ left the club because he got drafted to SmackDown. Yeah. Um, anyway. I was thinking, how great would it be if Seth Rollins became... Because he's always done well with, like, henchmen, mm. right? Like a new Mercury yeah. Noble. Rollins is the kind of heel that I think Mercury and loves. Noble, but could actually, like, wrestle. But can actually not wrestle. That, not that Mer- Mercury and Noble both can't wrestle, wrestlers. but they're both, like, kind of injured, right? Like, yeah. that's why they had to retire. Yeah. Because, and then, like, didn't Brock Lesnar, like, break Mercury's ribs or something? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. 
But I think that he would really do well with like those two. And it would it would I feel like Gals and Anderson aren't getting the yeah. heat that they think they can get. Right. Like the heel heat. Yeah. And I think pairing them up with someone like Rollins who is like I mean, he does get a lot of cheers, but he still gets a lot of booze. Like yeah. he's still very good at being a heel. Anyway. Seth Rollins is looking for Finn Balor more backstage, and he comes across Neville, who also is a former NXT champion. Yeah. And Neville's like, yo, look, man, you left NXT before he showed up. You haven't been in the ring with the demon. I have. Mm-hmm. And you are not ready. Yeah. Awesome. And Rollins is like, huh. This is the first <laughs> yeah. time that Rollins has actually looked even a little concerned. Yeah. Which I think is, is good. Nia Jax versus Rachel Levy, or yeah. Levy. Byron a- asks her what her deal is and how she thinks she can beat Nia Jax. And she's like, well, I've watched a lot of the Olympics. Oh, yeah, this <laughs> chick, yeah. And, you know, if the athletes could go America, yeah. if they can go for the gold, then I, so can yeah. I and USA. I'm going to win despite how small I am. <laughs> ding, 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 wham. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Toast. We're like ding, 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 and the garburator noise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stuck in the... <laughs> Get like the stick. And the yeah. So Nia Jax wins. Yeah. Brock Lesnar comes up. Do you I... think they're leading to a Nia Jax-Braun Strowman match? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they're both just cruising through two battleships. The Iceberg and the Titanic heading straight towards each other. Dominating jobber after jobber until the unstoppable force meets the immovable object. Oh, wow. WrestleMania 33, live from Orlando. <laughs> Braun Strowman versus Nia Jax. <laughs> the match is called a, called a no contest because they just start fucking. <laughs> Death by Seuss <Stu> Doo! <laughs> They're just like, wait, we're perfect for each other. Yeah. <sighs> All right, Brock Lesnar's back. I love this bit. Yeah. Uh, Brock comes back. Oh, yeah. Comes back out. Huge, huge, huge cheers for Brock. Heyman's there. He goes to introduce himself. And Heath Slater's music hits. Yeah, this is he, great. Heath Slater, by the way, has been on, we'll talk about it in a sec, he's been on Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. Jumping back and forth. He's the only person done this being like, hire me. Yeah. One of you, please hire me. Basically on SmackDown, they were making him jump through hoops. They're like, okay, well, if you can win this match. Well, the same thing they did on Raw, like with Jinder Mahal. Yeah. Thing. It was like, you can win this match, and he would just continually lose. Yeah, and so Heyman's like, why, why would we care about you. Why would any of these people care about you? And it start, starts laughing, and Slater's like, alright, alright, laugh it up. Look, I've been given an opportunity to get a Raw contract and an appearance at SummerSlam if I can beat Brock Lesnar. So I'm asking you permission to fight your client. And Heyman's like, are you... <laughs> uh, what? Yeah. Are you nuts? Yeah. Uh... And they just he's like, you just go away. Anyway, everyone, my client, Brock Lesnar, SummerSlam, Randy Orton, and Slater's like, hey! And he like gets up on the <laughs> apron, he's like yelling, he's like, hey, don't disrespect me. Look, yeah. I need this. I have kids to feed. Yeah. I love this. My two little girls and all the other kids I have. <laughs> <laughs> They're relying on daddy. Mm-hmm. 
And he's like, I don't want to face Lesnar, but I have to. Yeah. And Heyman's like, I am trying to save your ass right now. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Come on. I am. Heath Slater is making me a fan. Oh, yeah. Like, I didn't really. I thought, like, Social Outcast, I like the group. Yeah. More, but I'm just seeing like, like I want to see now. I just want to see Heath succeed yeah. after watching all this this Raw and SmackDown, and then, well, he's like, he, like I've seen from interviews from Heath Slater, he he knows his position, right? Yeah. He's like, look, they need enhancement talent, they need the low card. I just want to entertain people, yeah, right? And I that's that that's all I want to do. Oh, good for him. Yeah, yeah. and he's God, he's good at it. And I love this. I didn't realize this was actually his idea, but the. Um, the, there was a series a couple of years ago where it was like building up to WrestleMania, yeah. where uh, or it was the it was a Raw anniversary. It was like the thousandth episode of Raw or something. Mm-hmm. And every week he would get his ass kicked by a different. Oh yeah, legend. yeah, yeah, yeah. And apparently that was him. He was like, <laughs> he's like, you got to be quick with your Vince with, with your pitches to Vince. But I went to Vince and I was like, hey Vince, you know how Randy Orton was the legend killer? You know that thing. How about we do that for me, but in reverse, where I just fight a different legend every week and lose? And Vince was like, oh, I love the idea. Great, go for it. And so that's how that happened. Yeah. And uh, that's awesome. Yeah. And so, yeah. So this, he's like, look, I don't want to have to fight you. Lesnar grabs the mic from Paul Heyman. Yeah. And he's like, I get it, man. I get it. You got kids to feed. Yeah. Absolutely. I got kids too. I completely understand. Then he walks right up to, walks right up to Heath Slater. I don't give a shit about your kids. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Dude, they're letting Brock swear so much. Yeah, like in all of these, there was these um, these pre-tape promos for the Orton Lesnar match, and Brock is dropping f bombs and s bombs and everything. They're bleeping yeah. them out, but yeah. it made him come across as more of a badass. Yeah, Lesnar's like, look, you got two choices: you can walk out on your own two feet, or you can stand there and keep pissing me off. Yeah, and then he just chucks the mic down, and then Slater's like. Well, and he tries to attack Lesnar, and it does not work. No, <laughs> Lesnar instantly demolishes him with a suplex and a suplex and an F five, and yeah. then kicks him out of the ring. And Heyman's like, "Well, credit to you for trying." <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Randy Orton, and then they start talking about Randy Orton some more. Yeah, and uh, you know, it's like I'm supposed to hype the match up, and to, I love I love Paul Heyman so good at this. He's like, they want me to come out here and build up the match for SummerSlam and tell you that why you should go watch SummerSlam, that it'll be such a great match, that Randy Orton is one RKO away from beating Brock Lesnar. That's not going to happen. <laughs> Brock's going to get in the ring and absolutely destroy Randy Orton, and that's what's going to happen. Yeah. So if you, want, if you think that's entertaining, if you want to see this guy completely dismantle Randy Orton, then that's what's going to happen at SummerSlam. That's awesome. But it's not going to be a match. Yeah. And so, yeah, you get... Uh, you have the chance to see a once-ever athlete in action in an official match with an official result that will go down in the history books. It's just like, pfft. yeah, yeah. Paul Heyman's still the best. Mm-hmm. Yep. Carl's Jr. and Hardy's present the Demon King. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. No, it's, uh, it's a big cast versus Kevin Owens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing <laughs> Subway, bro. <laughs> the Demon King with that Burger King crown on, you know? <laughs> Look, oh, man, we gotta no. get our advertising. Oh, no. Enzo cuts a promo about they're gonna have a barbecue at SummerSlam uh, with uh, two pieces of Canadian bacon, Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho. Yeah. Jericho attacks Cass at ringside, and then the referee calls for the bell. That's pretty much it. It's yeah. a very quick match. It's yeah. Big Cass wins by DQ. Yeah. After the match, they toss 
Cass onto the barricade. Owens super kicks him, and then Jericho hits him with a code breaker, and then Owens yells, you're not so big now, are you? Yeah. And so that's the build-up for their match. Backstage, Roman says he's going to represent his bloodline, which I, th- I guess is still a going concern, and whoop Rusev's ass. This is the dumbest sentence. I'm going to represent my bloodline. I, so is everyone. He said he's ready for anything. Rusev attacks him. Reigns fights back. Rusev whips him into a door, and then it throws him over a catering table, and officials break it up. Yeah. The primetime players music hits. <laughs> yeah. Make a move, make a move. Is that the that's the yeah. primetime? <laughs> and it's the primetime players with Bob Backlund versus the Shining Stars. And we see footage from earlier tonight, and Titus is like, hey man, how about one night only? We, you know, primetime players. Remember we, we were, were tag team jams. Yeah, yeah, let's, you know, let's just, not, not for real, but for one night only. And Darren's like, all right, yeah, sure, man, that sounds great. Why? Why, why would Darren do this? I don't know, man. Darren, you're an idiot. Makes why would no you do this? no fucking sense. This is why. What the fuck was the point of this? Yeah. So Titus hits the clash of the Titus on Darren Young in the yeah. ring. Yeah. And Backlund yells Dude, at him. Dude, I don't know if you, have you watched Raw this week? No. There is the most awkward promo by Titus O'Neil. Oh, I think I heard about it. Yeah. And so Primo hooks the hooks Young's leg and gets the victory. So the Shining Star's victory isn't even their victory. It doesn't matter, still counts. Still counts. Doesn't matter, still had sex. Yeah. <laughs> Jinder Mahal with a match against Neville. Oh, he's he here. Yeah. Okay, he okay. Yeah. okay, 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 okay. Uh, Neville wins. But <laughs> with the red arrow. Yeah. yeah. But sure. I don't even know anything about Jinder Mahal. Yeah, well... It, I hope is a different character from last time because the character last time was like the great Kali's brother. Ooh. Yeah. That's a rough gimmick. Yeah. I don't think he has a character yet, really. Okay. Anyway. Like, that was it? He's like, oh, here's my brother. He's big. He, like, accompanied him to the ring and. Did he wrestle? Yeah, he wrestled a bit. Okay. I don't know, man. <laughs> Mick Foley backstage with Stephanie reveals that Jon Stewart will be a special guest at SummerSlam again. Sure. For the success of last time. Yeah. Seth Rollins walks in and he's like, I've been trying to find the Demon King. Fuck. Yeah. And Foley's like, just go to the ring and call him out. Unless you're scared. And Rollins is like, I'm not scared. I will do that. So Rollins goes out and he calls out the Demon King. And <laughs> and the Demon King shows up. You and I are yeah. about this. <laughs> the Demon King's like, oh, okay. Like, yeah. you're building it up. It's like this SummerSlam. This is this spectacle that Rollins won't have seen and won't be ready for. Yeah. And then it's like, also it looks exactly like this. I just think from a theatrical perspective, from a narrative perspective, Mm -hmm. showing it on the Raw before SmackDown when you've been building it up is this thing that Rollins isn't prepared for. Yeah. Is like... It's kind of like watching a horror movie and they just show the monster like five minutes in. Yeah. Like, oh, there it is. I, they handled it piss poorly, but, I mean, it is what it is, right? I mean, there's no changing it now. Also, a fan jumps in the ring. Oh, right. At this point. It's like, is that the Demon King? No, that guy's getting his ass kicked by security. <laughs> yeah. All right. The fans loved it, though. I mean, yeah. the crowd was into it. Yeah. I just mean, watching, I'm like, it feels weird. Like, there's a, there was a holy shit chant. Yeah, it was like a week buildup. One week, like, basically, from last week to this week, right? Yeah. Which should have been something... I don't know. Do you think we're being too picky? No, I think I think I think it was a theatrical misstep to give away the Demon King before SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. 
Like, I get the idea. You know what I would have like? They want to show it so that people are like, "Oh, I want to see that at SummerSlam." Yeah. But I think it would have been cooler to be like, "What could it be?" I understand that they need to like make money and stuff because mm-hmm. that's it's a merchandising thing, right? Yeah. I would have loved to have seen Finn Balor just go as Finn Balor mm. for SummerSlam and then lose, mm. and then maybe lose again, mm-hmm. and then finally be like, "All right." Yeah. Okay. It might have been a bit quick. Yeah. On the main roster to bust yeah. out the demon. Demon King. Yeah. But I, I would have. I mean, but do are do we live in an age of wrestling where we can get away with that, where people will be patient enough to wait? I, I want to so. say yes. I think so. And that's I think, what I mean. Like people I are think so quick that's to what the WWE isn't hasn't adapted to yet, right? Like look at. I was I was talking with this with my friends on the weekend. Look at Game of Thrones. Yeah. And I, I hesitate to say that because it's like, if. <laughs> Like, if you were talking to Vince, be like, no, Vince, look how Game of Thrones does. They'd be like, great, well, okay, we'll do Game of Thrones. Like, no, no, don't, no, try, no. don't, don't try to do Game of Thrones. <laughs> Next you, week, Roz is everyone's dressed as knights. You and... can't do it as well as they can. <laughs> yeah. But wrestling has these unique storytelling opportunities, and stuff like the Marvel Universe or Game of Thrones proves that today's media audiences will go on a, on a, a longer long storytelling journey. Yeah. And I definitely think that they could have okay. uh, I think that's done just a like, slow burn on the demon. I think it's an excuse people... Well, people... I just hate that excuse where people are like, oh, nobody's going to have the patience to wait around for that. It's like, no, but I mean, like, you've just but they proven will. the point. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, we're okay with a slow burn. And I yeah. just, I mean, wishful thinking, it's over now. There's no changing it. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, for me personally, and I'm assuming even, like, for you, like, we would have rather have had, like, that's why I'm worried about, um, spoiler for Bailey, because mm. she got called up mm-hmm. this week to the main roster. And they've kind of just thrust her right at Charlotte. Yeah. And the whole beauty of Bailey was this journey through NXT and how she couldn't win the big one. It was the same thing with Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn couldn't win the big one. Yeah. And I mean, they've done a brilliant job with Sami Zayn this time, or even on the main roster. I think yeah. like it's been that thing, you know, where people don't want to watch someone just come in and succeed right away, right? Yeah. So I mean, Finn got away with it, which I mean brings up a whole opens up a whole another can of worms because people are like, okay, well, how come Roman Reigns can't get away with it? You know what I mean? Because it's the same thing with it happened with Finn Balor. It's like, oh, he came in, beat Roman Reigns on his first night in, then wins the Universal title at SummerSlam. And people say, like, well, okay, well, why can't Roman get away with it? And I was like, I don't know. This is different. <laughs> I can't explain it Way to you. Way different circumstances. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I digress. I'm sorry. That was a bit of a tangent. Uh, what? Oh, yeah. So they fight. They fight. Yeah. yeah. Finn goes for the coup de grace. Rollins rolls out of the ring. Finn does a... Like a suicide dive outside. Yeah. And frustrated Rollins looks on. Yeah. Golden Truth versus Gallows and Anderson. Yeah. Um, Doctors. Doctors. Gallows and Anderson win. Yeah. Let's just cut to the chase there. Pretty much. Um, Kingston and Woods rush the ring and attack Gallows and Anderson after the match. Woods tries to nail them with Francesca, but he misses. Yeah. And then Gallows and Anderson run away. <coughs> yeah. Backstage, Dana Brooke apologizes to Charlotte. Charlotte says Dana failed her when it mattered most. Oof. She says this is her spotlight and not Dana's. And Charlotte says that she uh, is going to beat... She has a match with Alicia Fox next. And she says she's going to beat Alicia Fox by herself and then will win back her title at SummerSlam. And she says that Dana is replaceable. And she just might ask Stephanie McMahon to find someone better. Damn. Cold as ice. Cold. They warned you, Dana. 
They did. They came to the ring and they warned you. Yeah, Charlotte versus Alicia Fox. Charlotte does what she says. I think this is, is this our first Alicia Fox sighting? In a while. It's yeah. been a while, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Charlotte wins. Sasha's on commentary for the match, and so after the match, Charlotte and Sasha fight, and Charlotte gets Sasha in the figure eight. Sasha starts tapping out, tapping, but yeah. Charlotte won't break the hold until a referee breaks it up. Mm-hmm. And then the main event. Roman Reigns versus Rusev. For Lana's honor. Yep. It's never explained what that means. Nope. I guess it's just... It's a match. Rusev has to... It's actually a really good match. It is. It is a good match. But... It's just a weird go-home for... Yeah. Smack... For the... Smackdown. For the... Raw before SummerSlam. Yeah. This is the problem with the brand split, is like you've got Lesnar and Randy like Orton, think which that, isn't about a title, and yeah. that happened earlier, and then you've got the like the title match, which is the Demon King thing. I would have thought the Demon King bit would have been last. Yeah. with Reigns, Reigns, with Reigns. Rollins and Balor would have been the end of the show, mm-hmm. but then it's not really ending with a match, but... Since when does that matter? And yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, um, Roman wins the match. Yeah. Hits a spear, beats Ro- Rusev 100% clean, yeah. which makes you think, when he did that, I was like, well, Roman's not winning on Sunday. Right. Because that's just the nature of WWE booking. Yeah, he'd be like, like, look at this guy. He can easily beat the other guy, so obviously he won't. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, something completely different happened. Which we'll talk about later. Which we will talk about when we do SummerSlam. I'll run through SmackDown quickly. So, yeah, these episodes of Raw, <laughs> the first two I quite enjoyed. Yeah. I really want him to. I, I, I want him to be a wrestler named Jim and Marvin Luter now. Yeah. Uh, but that last episode of Raw, I didn't enjoy that that much. But I'm looking forward to. I'm in the position after that episode of looking forward to SummerSlam. Yeah. All right. Let's knock out these Smackdowns. Okay. These are going to be quick because right. I am tired right now. Yeah. Same. <laughs> and my throat's hurting. Um, okay. We open up the week of. It'll be. This would have been August second. Yeah. Um, we open up with Randy Orton, Shane McMahon, and Daniel Bryan backstage. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a TV screen that shows the RKO out of nowhere. Right, and they're like, Randy. Hey, Randy. <laughs> That's essentially what it was. Like, yeah. you. And uh, they tell, they said it was pretty awesome, but there's going to be repercussions like yeah. later. And they have a bunch of security there. That was rad, but don't do that. Yeah, they have a bunch of security there. Oh, in case Brock shows up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In case Brock shows up, and they want to have security with Randy as well. Uh, it was a nice touch. Shane and Daniel Bryan bump into Maurice and WWE Intercontinental Champion The Miz. Bryan makes Apollo Crews versus Kalisto versus Baron Corbin, and the winner will face The Miz at SummerSlam. Right. And they also run into Dean Ambrose. This is, they're just like kind of like cycling through this. Yeah. Yeah. Ambrose says he's headed to the ring to address the number one contender, Dolph Ziggler, who won last week, or won the six-pack challenge last week. And yeah, that's it. Ambrose comes out, and he pretty much just says, like, oh, I really like the view at the top. Um, it's all about staying here. And he's leading the blue brand, and he's here to stay. Um, he talks about Dolph Ziggler, and he's kind of like, every time, every kind of segment that they had together, Ambrose was like super condescending. Yeah. Playing like the super condescending kind of like, you're not good enough. Yeah. Which I mean, in kayfabe is kind of true, like the yeah. way Dolph has wrestled, like Dolph hasn't won much since yeah. that Survivor Series where he was the lone survivor. Yeah. He brings out Ziggler, 
Ziggler tells him that he's not a fan of Ambrose, but the two are pretty similar. Ambrose says Ziggler is uh, all show and he's all go, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, is, this, is this where Ziggler's like, look, man, I've worked my way up through this thing. I started as a male cheerleader. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is the... Nikki is canon. <laughs> Nick, yeah, because Nick Nemeth. Because Dolph Ziggler started off in Spirit Squad, right? Yep. Yeah, that was a thing. Well, actually, prior to that, yeah. he was uh, Chavo's caddy when Chavo was the doing the Kerwin White character. <laughs> what? You didn't hear about Okay, no. Chavo Guerrero yeah. played a character called Kerwin White. Yeah. Who was... Like his actual name was Kerwin... Like they changed his name to Kerwin White. Yeah. Okay. And the gimmick was that he was the whitest guy ever. Okay. Like, because now Chavo's Mexican. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so the the bit was that he was a Mexican guy with, like, bleached blonde hair and wore, like, polo shirts with sweaters tied around his neck. Yeah. He came to the ring in a golf cart, <laughs> and he was, he would, he was, like, suburban white guy, kind of racist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I guess it was, like, a... He was like, like white face. I guess yeah. was kind of the bit. Yeah. And yeah, he had because he was golfing. He had a caddy, yeah. which was played by Nick Nick Nemeth, which was yeah. Dolph Dolph Ziggler. Wow. And so that was his first gimmick. Okay. Then he joined Spirit Squad. Yeah. The Kerwin White bit got dropped after Eddie died. Yeah. Because uh, they were like, okay, Chavo, you can be Chavo. You again. can be Chavo again, and then we'll bury you. <laughs> Chavo, you're going to have a losing f- cruiser rate feud with Hornswoggle. Jesus. Yeah. Hornswoggle was the last uh, cruiser rate champion. champion. Yeah. You, I bet you they're not going to bring that up. No, probably not. <laughs> yeah. Probably not. Anyway. Have we mentioned Horn- Hornswoggle is a... He's a little person. Little person. Who originally was introduced as the, the little bastard? <laughs> what did JBL call him? Oh, the remember. something something bastard. Jesus. And then they they're like, oh, we should give him an actual name, and JBL should really stop saying bastard on TV. <laughs> yeah. So they called him Hornswoggle, and he was a leprechaun. And the anonymous raw general manager, and Vince McMahon's <laughs> illegitimate son. That's a story for another time. <laughs> What if creative doesn't know where a storyline's going? What if they didn't even think of an ending before they started? I know. Hornswoggle. <sighs> I feel bad I'm for so that glad guy. I wasn't watching wrestling at that time. No kidding. How mad were you? It was just. I wasn't mad. I was just disappointed. <laughs> it was just so disappointing. It was just yeah. like, oh. Oh. You guys had no idea where you were going with this. Yeah. Interview. Sorry, right. SmackDown. That's okay. SmackDown, Dean. Basically, I'm running out of steam. Dean and Dolph were trading promos. It's good. And then Dean leaves Ziggler standing in the ring and cut the black. Bray Wyatt's out. Woo! Um, he lays Ziggler out with a sister Abigail. Mm. And Wyatt basically says, like, Ziggler, you don't deserve the chance to call yourself champion. Right. Wyatt says that Ziggler stole something from him and he wants it back. And Wyatt makes a challenge and says, face him tonight, and if he wins, he's the new number one contender. And if, oh, sorry, face him tonight, and if Ziggler wins, he'll prove that you're number one. But if you lose, I get your number one contender match. Hmm. As Ziggler accepts, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. 
Has Eric Rowan been hanging around with Bray? Yes. Okay. That, they actually tease at a breakup mm. later on, a couple weeks from now. Um, what else we got? We get a short clip of them checking for Lesnar, basically. Right. Like looking under beds and benches and stuff. Yeah. Lesnar. Yeah. Where are you? And then we get the number one contender triple threat. Apollo Crews wins, That's which was surprising. Surprising. I actually, well, I guess I didn't. I wasn't hoping that. Baron Corbin? Yeah, like, but then now that. When I thought about it, I was like, well, they're not really going to put Corbin against the Miz, right? Right. But this is just to feud the Corbin Callisto right. feud, right. which we all kind of forgot about. I forgot about yeah, it. I, forgot and I was like, that. oh, right, Callisto and. <laughs> Excuse me. But anyway, Apollo Crews is your number one contender. Cool. Uh, we get Eva Marie versus Becky Lynch, <laughs> which is basically this storyline with Eva Marie now is that she. Goes to her match and then something happens and she yeah we can't talked about compete. this last yeah, we episode. talked about it last week she jumps up in the turnbuckle and goes yay and then jumps down and goes oh I tweaked my knee <laughs> yeah and then runs off to Twitter and goes hashtag pray yeah, for this Eva. this is the yeah this is the the leg injury angle yeah. we have talked about a lot of wrestling oh we got American Alpha debuting hey yep they are great and they're a lot of fun um, Chad Gable is a former Olympian it's it's Chad Gable and Jason Jordan Jason Jordan yeah see Jordan's name isn't part of the Catchphrase: The ready, willing, gable. Ready, yeah. willing, and gable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I wonder how Jordan feels about that. Deep down, can it be Jordan ready and gable? <laughs> yeah. Jordan willing and gable. No, it doesn't work. Shut up. <laughs> okay. Heck yeah. Yeah. They win. They uh, they have a sweet little double team move called Grand Amplitude, which is just Jason Jordan launching a guy into the air, and then Chad Gable catches them on the way down into like a German suplex. Nice. Yeah, it's very who do, fun. Who do they beat? Vaudevillains. Nice. Okay. Yeah. AJ Styles. Oh yeah, right. Has a message for John Cena. Right. Um, AJ comes out with like he's really pissed off. It's actually pretty awesome, and he's like, "Cut the music! Like I'm not in the mood for it today." Kind of thing. It was pretty sweet. Um, and he says here for one reason, which is John Cena, but he's immediately interrupted by John, John Cena. Cena. Um, he says, "Before I was so rudely interrupted," and then. As he's saying that, soccer mom chants break out. Oh. I get a little mad. Oh. I didn't know that was going to stick. Yeah, it's stuck. Oh. Yeah, it's definitely a thing. Um, he basically just says, like, why are you still here? Like, I beat you already, yeah. basically, is the, the shtick of this, this promo. And he, he says that Nashville, the people in Nashville have the weakest minds and trust him he knows, which I think was a shot at TNA. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> TNA's so. corporately based in Nashville. Yeah. That was that was cute. <laughs> yeah. That was a good dig. So AJ starts ripping on kids in the crowd and stuff, like because they like John Cena, right? Ah, idiots. And then uh, AJ says he's here to be a really great wrestler. And Cena gets all fired up, does a usual Cena promo, and asks, like, he's here for the love of the business, passion, right. et cetera. And he asks AJ, why the hell are you here? Um, and this this basically leads to AJ challenging Cena at SummerSlam for a one-on-one match. Settle the feud. Here we go. All right. And Cena accepts. Cool. Uh, Randy Orton fights Fandango, <laughs> which ends about how ah, you would expect it. That's it's funny because he mentioned it. Yeah, okay, cool, cool, yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, but near the end of this match, Lesnar attacks Orton. 
Oh, Lesnar does get in the building. Yeah, Lesnar does get in the building. I didn't watch this far into the episode. Okay, yeah, he sneaks in. Uh, Big Lesnar. I, I don't know. <laughs> I just picture Lesnar like lifting up the arena and we're walking yeah. in, you know? So yeah, he attacks Lesnar. Orton gets his... Why is that dumpster moving? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's just Brock. Oh, he's using it as a roller skate. I see. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, so yeah, Lesnar gets his, his comeback and then they show them kind of like just scooting Lesnar out of the arena. Like, shoo! Shoot, go you, and Lesnar's kind of does his thing. All right. Oh, we get uh, Daniel Byron backstage on the phone talking about Lesnar, and Heath Slater shows up, and Brian basically asks, how did you get in here? <laughs> um, Slater says he would look great on the SummerSlam poster. Well, it's just like, we have yeah. all the security here for Lesnar. How the hell did Heath <laughs> Slater get yeah. Slater says he's the hottest free agent, and nothing is bigger right now. Uh, Brian announces that Slater will get a match next Tuesday, and if he wins, he gets a contract. And his opponent will... Oh, this is out in the ring, sorry. You're right. And Brian says his opponent will be, and then Rhino appears behind Slater. He's back. Yeah, Rhino's back. <laughs> I guess he's done running for mayor, yeah. whatever the, what he was doing. And Heath Slater gets gored, which is just a spear. It's just, when Rhino does a spear, it's a, it's it's a, it's a gore. gore. <laughs> yeah, it's different. It's probably like 25% stronger. Yeah. Somewhere around there. If you did a gore on the announce table, is it additive or multiplicative? multiplicative? I don't know. The shoulder is the hardest part of the Rhino. <laughs> We gotta stop getting distracted. <laughs> <laughs> Natalia and Carmella have a match, but not really. Uh, when Carmella's, Carmella's making her entrance, Natalia attacks her from behind, puts her in the sharpshooter. Oh. Basically, doesn't let her out. And then we get a main event Dolph Ziggler versus Bray Wyatt. Dolph Ziggler wins. Dolph Ziggler wins. And then we get a stare down between Ziggler and Ambrose, who Ambrose was on commentary. Right. Eric Rowan and Wyatt. Layout Ziggler. Ah. Cold open of Randy Orton. Mm -hmm. And he's being interviewed. And she mentions that Randy Orton is fighting Alberto Del Rio tonight. Oh, right. He's on SmackDown. Yeah, he is. Before the banning. Right. Anyway, or before the suspension. And he's staying focused on Lesnar. And he's going to take Lesnar to Viperville. Del Rio shows up and says, Viperville sounds like a joke. Where's he going to take him? Viper? Oh, RKO Oklahoma. RK Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> um, Orton offers Del Rio VIP experience to Viperville. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Uh, he says it's a bumpy ride with a hell of a landing. <laughs> yep. Terrible. We get Bray Wyatt in the ring. He says he did not fall to Vigler last week. He was a victim. He says Vig Ziggler was desperate. And that Wyatt says Ziggler ran him into steel and everything went black for him after that. Hmm. Wyatt basically kind of just, he says, I'm a god, and no matter how hard you try, you can, can't kill God. Well, of right? course not, yeah. Of course not. He says, this is his show. And he says, there's no red or blue, it's just him against the whole damn world. It's pretty awesome. I like that. Yeah. And then Dean Ambrose inter interrupts. I like that Bray is in the title picture. Yeah. Bray's kind of just hovering. I think they're saving him for yeah. whatever reason. Maybe after Dean has done, I don't know. Because Dean's current opponent is AJ Styles. Right. So maybe sometime after that, if Ambrose stays champion. But you could still do Wyatt versus AJ. Mm -hmm. Bray goes to give Ambrose the sister Abigail. 
and Ziggler tries to make the save. Oh. But he goes to super kick Bray, but Bray just pulls Ambrose out oh, into no. the super kick. Nice. It's pretty great. Yeah, That's it was good. awesome. Yeah. Basically, the backstage, Ambrose thinks that it wasn't an accident. Yada, yada, yada. Right. Yeah. And then they announce a tag team match for Ambrose Ziggler versus the Wyatts. Oh. Uh, we get American Alpha versus Mike Vega and Mikey O'Shea. Yeah, just jobber, tag team jobbers. Weird. Yeah. American Alpha win. Yeah, I hope so. To nobody's surprise. Mike Vega and Mikey O'Shea. Yeah. All right. Tough, tough luck, boys. Then we get another Becky Lynch versus Eva Marie match, which doesn't happen because of... This is a wardrobe, wardrobe malfunction. malfunction. Right. Yeah, um, I found out something today. On, this is more distractions. I found out something today on the on the subreddit. Whoever it is who does that that voice yeah. must be like a, either a go to for the WWE or someone they have on staff because it's the same guy who did the uh, announcer voice at the beginning of the Crime Time intro. Never saw it. Oh, right. Yeah. Yo 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 yo! It's <laughs> Crime Time. No? This is only the kind of guy who should be announcing a tag team called Crime Time. Oh. Yeah, no, it was great. Oh. Check your rollies and pop your 40s. It's Crime Time. <laughs> yo, 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 yo. Pop a 40 and check your rollies. It's Crime Time. Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Okay, that sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. Brooklyn, Brooklyn. So Becky Lynch gets all upset and after the mal- wardrobe malfunction opens or issues an open challenge, Alexis Bliss comes out. Mm-hmm. Halfway through the match... Eva Marie's music hits again. Oh. And Becky gets distracted and Alexa rolls her up. Okay. Does Eva come back out? No. <laughs> they interview Eva backstage and they're like, I'll make my debut next week. <laughs> like, whatever. Orton versus Del Rio. It's a match. Orton wins, I assume. By DQ. Del Rio hits Randy with a steel chair. Huh. Yeah. Hmm. All right. And then we get uh, Heath Slater versus Rhino for Heath Slater's um, contract, which... So Rhino wins. Yeah. Yeah. Rhino wins. And it isn't pretty. No. <laughs> Rhino's a big dude, too. Rhino's real he's, he's just like... He's a square. Yeah. He's like a sponge. I can't believe how young he is comparatively to the other ECW guys. Like, how young he was yeah. when he was still this huge... Beast in ECW because mm-hmm. even now he's only like I actually don't know, but he's like he's way younger than like the rest of the ECW. Oh, really? Originals, yeah, which is why he's still in such good shape. Yeah, we cut to the back and we see Wyatt and Eric Rowan together. Mm. He's basically just asking Rowan to do what he does best tonight, which is destroy. I wouldn't really believe it. <laughs> we haven't seen a lot of, of evidence that Rowan's, yeah, like. They're trying. All right. They're trying, okay? Fair enough. They're trying. They haven't done a very good job with Eric Rowan. I you, cannot wait you, for Luke Harper to come you back. You can't just tell us that Rowan is a destroyer. We need yeah. to see some evidence of it. We get a backstage statement with Slater throwing an absolute hissy fit backstage. <laughs> and to Shane and Daniel Bryan. Uh, he calls them losers, says he's out. He's too good for SmackDown anyway. And they storm off and they look amused as Shane had a, a contract in his hand that he was going to offer. Slater. Oh no. Even though he lost. Yeah. So it's like that was the kind of like the running gag, at least on SmackDown, was like they always kind of had this contract here for him and they were just going to give it to him anyway, but Slater always does something to like screw it up. You know what I mean? Is this where the crowd actually booed Shane and Brian? I think so, yeah. Heath Slater is getting over. Got the crowd <laughs> <Yeah>. to boo 
Shane McMahon <laughs> and Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Love when it. people are chanting Keith Slater or we want Slater, yeah. it's not a joke anymore. Yeah. Awesome. Carmella versus Natalia as come up in score last week. Right. Carmella. It's a, it's a real match. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good for her. She makes Natty tap out, and I can't remember the name of the move right now. It's probably a really stupid name. Yeah. Remember, she was managing Enzo and Cass for a while, so yeah. it's probably a really stupid name. Yeah. And then, uh, none of the guys I watch wrestling with had seen that they call that the Bada Boom Shakalaka. Yeah. At when we, we watched SummerSlam, yeah. and they were like, "What did they just say? <laughs> the what?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, we're sorry." The Bada Boom Shakalaka. <laughs> Actually, come back to a backstage statement, and Baron Corbin is like jamming Kalisto's face into a wall. Like a telling playground bully? Pretty much, yeah. And he's basically mad because Corbin thinks that Kalisto cost him a shot at ah. the Intercontinental title. The previous week? Or was it this week? It was this week. Okay. Yeah. And then Corbin leaves him in a heap while the trainers check on Kalisto. So they're still kind of moving that forward. At some point, Kalisto got hurt, though. Oh. So he had to take time off. Rough. So Because they were going to have a match at SummerSlam. Oh. Main event, which is Dean Ambrose and Dolph Ziggler versus Bray Wyatt and Eric Rowan. Ziggler hits a super kick on Rowan mm. to win. After the match, they're celebrating, and then Dean Ambrose hits a Dirty Deeds on Ziggler. Mm. And then fans chant, yes. Sweet. Yeah. So, I don't know. They've done a really good job. I always felt like Dolph Ziggler was credible anyway. Yeah. Like, I didn't really need a lot of convincing, even though he's just done nothing but lose. But I never really look at a wrestler and think about, like, their win-loss record. Like, that doesn't affect me personally when right. I look at a wrestler. And finally, we've got the final SmackDown for August 16th. Yeah. Before, before SummerSlam. SummerSlam. We get an open of Randy Orton and Shane and Daniel Bryan again. And Randy Orton is signing a contract for the Lesnar fight. Right. And then <laughs> someone knocks on the door, and it's Heath Slater, and he's showing up with a fruit basket to apologize wow. for saying that... SmackDown was a trash show, basically. That's amazing. And the basket is addressed to Bob, but it meant to say boss. <laughs> so I'm sorry. <laughs> Slater brings up standing toe-to-toe with Brock Lesnar the night before. Right. And Shane says it was impressive, but you did make fun of us last week. And then Randy Orton bites into an apple and says he has an idea. And then it cuts <laughs> away. So we don't really, what's the idea? Uh, I bet I know. Yeah. We get a Miz TV with Dean Ambrose, and then pretty much immediately Dolph Ziggler comes out. Right. They cut promos on each other. There's actually a lot of passion, but at one point, Dolph Ziggler says, I want to kick your head off your face, (laughs) and then immediately notices what he said and does like the... You know what I mean? You know when you say stuff like that, you're just like, mmm. That's when you realize you messed up. (laughs) Yeah. Eventually it leads to Ziggler laying out Ambrose with a super kick. Right. That took me a sec, too. I was like, what's wrong with saying kick? Yeah, yeah, off your face. Off your face. face. Yeah. Uh, It's pretty awesome. And then we get a six-man tag, actually. Uh, Now, mention giving away things that this was on the pre-show for SummerSlam. Hmm. The same match. So Usos, American Alpha, and the Hype Bros. Versus the Vaudevillains, the Ascension, and Breezango was the other tag team that we. Whoopsies. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't name. It's a tag match, and the Usos and American Alpha and the Hypros win. All right. Dean's showing backstage looking particularly miffed <laughs> after getting his head kicked off his face. 
One would. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can tell he's miffed because the face is still there. Yeah. <laughs> it's just blank. Yeah. It's like in video games when there's just yeah. the face is it's there. just the face. Yeah. There's no head. Um, Standing in the reference pose. They show that Eric Rowan is fighting Dean huh. later that night. And also, Eva Marie will debut tonight. I don't believe it. Yeah. Naomi versus Eva Marie. Eva Marie's music plays, and that voiceover says that Eva Marie is stuck in traffic and will be <laughs> unable to compete. And she apologizes. Naomi looks upset. JBL is super mad and goes off about how Eva Marie should fire her driver. Her driver. Yeah. AJ runs into Del Rio backstage right. and says he's excited because he has a front row seat. To watching Del Rio beat up John Cena. Beat up John Cena. Yeah. And Sal says, it was great how you put Cena out of action, like their last time that mm. they wrestled. And Del Rio basically says, like, look, man, I don't need your, like, fuck off. I don't, I don't need your bullshit. You. Yeah. I do like that Del Rio's thing is, like, I stone cold don't care about any of you guys. Yeah. And he doesn't need the pep talk. And then AJ, <laughs> AJ points out that he is in the main event of SummerSlam and Alberto's not even on the card. Which is a good point. Popo, peace. <laughs> See you later. Nice. <laughs> yeah. We get, uh, actually, the Randy Orton's idea ends up being Randy Orton versus Heath Slater. Oh, what a surprise. Yeah. But Orton has Slater in the corner with the right hands and doesn't break for the five count. Heath Slater wins by DQ. <laughs> and the crowd loves it. That's amazing. Yeah. So after the match, Orton beats up Slater for a little while. Orton hits a couple RKOs. Oh, he hits a, sorry, Orton hits a German suplex. And oh, does nice. like the, the Brock bounce in the <laughs> ring. It was pretty great. And then uh, we come back from that and Heath Slater's receiving medical attention <laughs> backstage and he's on a stretcher and he's out of it. And Slater, Slater, they say like, hey man, like they walk in with a contract and they're like, good job. He's like, yeah, I showed Brock Lesnar no mercy. And they're like, no mercy. That's a great idea for a name. That's a perfect name for our pay-per-view in oh my God. October or whatever. Slater is like so out of it. He starts talking about Holy Foley because he thinks Daniel Bryan is Mick Foley. Oh, no. And he says that Shane looks beautiful tonight because he thinks he's Stephanie. Mm. Okay. And then they just walk out with the contract. Like he, they don't even let him sign it. <laughs> So, <laughs> the Heath Slayer story continues. Wow. Yeah. Eric Rowan versus Dean Ambrose. Yeah. Um, Dean Ambrose wins. It's after the match. Dean, or Wyatt, Bray Wyatt's outside in his rocking chair. Mm -hmm. And after the match, Dean celebrates. Okay. What a weird phrase. Yeah, I know. Right. It's okay, go ahead. Only in wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> and after the match, Ambrose leaves and Wyatt kind of just stares at Rowan oh. with a sheet mask in his hand and then just leaves it oh. on the rocking chair and walks away. Hmm. I haven't watched SmackDown for this week yet, but mm. I don't know if that's been continued on or not. Interesting. And Morrow speculates that this could be the end of Eric Rowan oh. and Bray Wyatt. Carmella and Becky Lynch versus Alexa Bliss and Natalia. Becky eventually makes Natalia tap to the disarmor. All right. So basically, the women's Becky, division finally. they've done nothing with yeah. these last three weeks, like literally nothing. Tag They're, division, there's nothing because yeah. they don't have titles for them yet. Yeah. But even then, like, you don't need titles to make a story, right? But there's just been no story. There's just no story, really. Yeah. I mean, Natty attacking Carmella, I guess. Yeah. But nothing, like, substantial. Alberto Del Rio versus John Cena. It is a John Cena match. This is the main event, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is the main event. John Cena wins. 
But right after the match is over, AJ springboards in, hits the phenomenal forearm, and drops Cena and fans boo. Right. And then AJ gets on the mic, and he's sick and tired about how the future goes through John Cena. Nice. Styles says that he will be the new face that runs this place nice. after he beats Cena at SummerSlam. This is the best line. AJ says Cena's love for WWE is great because he's going to turn his passion into his prison. Ooh. Yeah. And he says Cena's time is up and my time is now. Nice. And he drops the mic. There was actually, I don't think I mentioned it at one point in one of the promos they had, was... Um, the best, the, the the one line that I loved, and they showed it in the promo package, was AJ saying, "The best thing about me beating you is like you're gonna have to come out here, and you're gonna have to either tell everyone that I beat you and you're a loser, or you say that I'm not the best and you're a liar, which is awesome. That's Love great. it. Yeah. So the AJ Styles John Cena thing was and." Ambrose and Ziggler was basically the two big threads running because nothing else was happening really other right. than with Bray. Right. But like the tag division didn't do anything and the women's division didn't really right. do anything. Well, I guess the Eva Marie stuff was, I guess that's unfair. The Eva Marie stuff is character development. It's character least, development. Yeah. All leading up to SummerSlam, which is not this episode. But no. <laughs> God, no. But if you put a gun to my head and said, do SummerSlam right now, I'd tell you to pull the fucking trigger. <laughs> it is late. Yeah. Uh, Adam's on Twitter, at Wake Up Super. Graham's on Twitter, at Graham underscore LRR. And this is brought to you by you and your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash loading ready yeah. run. Which, two, two, two days, which what? Which also provides a gaggle of streaming content. Oh yeah, tons of streaming Twitch content. Twitch.tv slash loading ready run. There's a show every day and sometimes multiple shows. And sometimes you. And I stream on Saturdays. Yeah. I just chill and play games. I don't have a theme to my show. That's okay. That's okay. You don't have to. <laughs> yeah. uh, and all, all the videos on this YouTube channel that yes. you're watching too, or maybe you're listening to the podcast. We have other podcasts. We have other stuff. Go listen to it. Yeah. And that's, that's it. Thank you for listening. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Two days in a row.